there is his, no, there is his no stock word. has got to be dropping like an H-bomb. Now, and the thing, let me ask you one thing. Well, the thing in with closing. the borac, they've been, they've been saying the last couple of days that all he has is upper body bruises. That right. seems, uh, well, you know, most hockey players, geez, they go believe, in there. Believe their... me, if he could play, he'd yeah. be in there. It's a tough kid, Dvorak, and if he could play, he would. So he's got to uh, be really banged up He got good. banged up real good in that game on Sunday. Oh, uh, okay. okay. All right, thanks a lot, Neil. Cross your fingers, man. Okay. And your legs. Day. Okay, we have an open line in date, 622. We have one in Brown. Tell those guys they got to get a bunch of change, okay? Tell them to go rob a bank, he's the car wash guys. Uh, you got change? Oh, you're loaded. Look at this. This guy's got thousands over here. Anybody want to knock off the car wash guys? They're loaded. What just happened to that 50 I gave? Oh, there it is. I'll just leave it in there. Thank you so much. 1045 at WYOD. If you want something for free, folks, all you have to do is, uh, you know, just have enough ambition to go to the phone, pick it up, and call 1-800-4-HYDRON. 1-800, the number 4-H-Y-D-R-O-N. And they'll send you a free catalog of all their great skin care products for men and for women and a free sample, too. So you can find out for yourself just how great these products are. I'm smearing them. I'm using it on my dry, wrinkled-up old skin on my forehead and my elbows any place I can, including some I won't mention. And if you're one of those people who doesn't think you need skin care products, if you think your skin is as smooth as uh, Jim Mandich's butt, well, hey, here's the answer for you. you got to have uh, some of their products because, for example, if you play sports, menthol ice from Hydron is the perfect product for you. You'll also want to use Hydron hand lotion because Hydron products moisturize your skin without leaving it feeling greasy. Here's how Hydron works. As it dries on your skin, it creates an invisible shield that is water-insoluble, moisture-holding, long-lasting. The shield lets your skin breathe by letting the oxygen in and the carbon dioxide out. Out. Even Hydron Cleanser won't take away from your skin's natural protection the way so many other skincare products can do. So pick up the phone right now. The call is free, the uh, catalog is free, and the sample is free, too. You're going to love it. Hydron, call 1-800-4-HYDRON. That's 1-800, the number 4, H-Y-D-R-O-N. 610 W-I-O-D, Miami's first work fair experiment. I was but Paxson. All day long I'd be the bum. If I was that Paxson guy, I'd buy up all the stations like the life of love in Zeta, I and Z and IOD. I'd have lots of money in the bank Long me $50 Annoying lots of goyim like Roy I'd have a radio network that nobody carries But everyone has to run the spots <laughs> TV, cable, real estate I would own I'd have a half a dozen big FM stations and 607 AM stations, too. I have no life. And that's just in Hallandale alone. Oi! If I was but Texan, all day long I'd fiddle with my knob. If I was Ma Paxson's boy, I'd rearrange the format. Yada, 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 bada, bing. I'd have shekels, you know what I mean. I'd be richer than a freaking queen. Wayne Heisinger would be turning green. If I was that Paxson goy. 
1052 at WYD's Those are Andy Corge, our sales manager, is an asshole. And you're not supposed to be on the air, mister. You better watch oh, yourself. So anyway, here's uh, 2554. Boy, Harry ain't uh, even here for us to get the numbers. 18 right. to 34. Uh, Harry's uh, he's we got busy all the looking for he another job. Anyway. He's looking for another job. 18. Oh, he's working with Clear Channel now? When's the sale go through? So anyway, 2554, morning drive. Okay, by the way, 18 to 34, Howard went from a 10-1 to an 11.9 in the morning. Number one, 18 to 34 men, which is his demo, beating out Castronova, who had an 11 point, oh! which ain't bad. Uh, in the morning, oh, did this? I'm telling you, we took a hit over here, the likes of which, and, I, and it's very easily understandable. Who the hell would have listened to all that crap? Anyway, our morning show, what is it called? Ron and Bill, Bill and uh, whatever the hell it's called. Howard's got an 11.9, 18 to 34. They got a 2.5. They're number 15, 18 to 34, which ought to be, I mean, that's 18 to 34 men. Ought to be their prime demo, we would certainly assume. From a 5-1 in the summer to a 3-6 to a 2.5, number 15. Oh, my God. And we went from a 10 to a 5-2, 18 to 34 men. Does that start explaining to you what's going on here? Now, let's see. Persons 25-54. Bear with me, folks. We'll get to you one of these days. Let's see. Do we have IOD from a 2-8 to a 2-2? Two, 2-2? Two. Two, two. Oh, no. We're back to those 2-2s two, again? 3-5 in the summer, 2-8 in the fall, and another 2-2. Two, two. Ron and Bill are wearing a tutu there in the morning, 2554, way down near the bottom of the list. Oh, my God. Even INZ's got a 1.7. Even the planet's got a 1.8. <laughs> you see, I told you, Paxton, they can relate to numbers like these. They like stations. They, they're very comfortable with stations. Whatever their ratings are starts with a 1-something or point one something 10 to 3 persons, 25 to 54, from a 6.8, which was a 7.5, 10 to 2, to a 4.8, which would be about a, like a 5.5. Five. So we dropped two full points in one book. How do you like that, George? No bonus there. Of course, uh, you'd never get it anyway. Oh. Afternoon drive, 3 to 7 persons, 25 to 54. Rick and Suds, how they doing here, huh? Life, number one. What does that tell you? And hot and Y100 and love. Love at all these listeners. All you guys are listening to Love 94, right? Sure. And uh, IOD, there it is. Let's see, Hank had a 3-2, and uh, Rick and Suds a 3-1. It's nip and tuck, neck and neck persons, 25 to 54. And uh, I don't want to look at any more of those. They're pretty ugly. Here's Pasquale again, starting uh, with a bunch of crap. She bought a voodoo doll. Karen K. bought a voodoo doll for someone who's giving her a hard time. As she was holding the doll, thinking where she was going to stick the pins, a large rock fell out of the sky into her windshield. Later that day, she went to look at a house to rent a house, still thinking about the voodoo doll, and she ran into some bushes and damaged her rental car. She wants to know if the voodoo had something to do with it. Yeah, okay. Whatever you say, Karen, let's talk some voodoo, okay? That's uh, topic number 62, by the way, today. Let's do some voodoo. Here's Pembroke Pines on a mobile. Hello. Yes, sir. I, I, you know, I'm a huge Panthers fan, and I don't want to point fingers. But, man, that was the worst goddamn coaching I've ever seen in a third-period playoff game on the road when you got a one-goal lead. Yeah. To lay back on your heels and expect to win. Do you, do you know that in the last 16 minutes of the third period, we had one shot? And you, 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 you don't point to coaching when it comes to that? Yes. Couldn't that defense prevent you from winning? Haven't they learned that goddamn thing yet? Did you say God dang? I can't help it. I am really pissed. Yeah. 
really pissed off. Yeah. I, I, I just don't believe it. I mean, they were, everybody was skating backwards for 19 minutes. Trying to protect the one-goal lead desperately and then I floundering know. around in there. And then, of course, Eddie sitting on a bench being a spectator because we got a guy dressed who isn't ready for prime time and can't play in a game. On That's a road. real sad commentary, man. When you got a guy dressed who's supposed to be a big star and you know that he's such a liability, you're terrified to put him out there in a game. That's a real sad commentary on where we are. It's terrible, man. I tell you, I mean, like I said... I just, I just can't get over it. Being in Madison Square Garden, you're up by one. Yeah. You're going to take the lead in the series, and you're just skating backwards for 19 minutes. Right. To me, that's not coaching. And I love Doug. I mean, I think he's, he does a great job. Yeah. But last night... I think I, he's gotten carried away with himself, man. I think he's too big for his britches. Last night was pitiful. Okay. Later. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Date lines all open all of a sudden, man. These people were foaming at the mouth, and now all of a sudden, date is wide open. 622-WYOD. We have an open line on the Mobile One Purple Line, Pound IOD. The Panther fans are not happy campers today, to say the least. They are pissed off. They be pissed off, man. They are not pleased, okay? And I'm glad that I was able to come on here today and explain, explain to you uh, what it was all about last night, and it was not like what you thought. Am I getting way ahead of myself now? Yeah, I'm like uh, already, I'm already in the uh, noon hour. Not that I'm getting ahead of myself, but I'm into the 1 o'clock hour. It's time to go already. Dade County, everybody else is smoking. Dade County's dead. 622-WIOD. Put down the matzos. They ought to be stale by now anyway. 622-9463. WIOD. Let me tell you again about uh, what am I doing right here? What did I just get through Well, you doing? did a spot when you shouldn't have, so if you want to skip one this time, that's okay. Oh, I see. Like I said, I'm getting so far ahead of myself that we better do this now, right? Strap on your tool belt. We've got work to do. 610 WIOD, Miami, Fort Lauderdale. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh! 20, 20, 24 weeks ago, we were separated. Nobody moved us to our new home. We were not elated. They stuck us in a building and left us all alone. A satellite revolving, connected by the phone. As far as they're concerned, we're just a light bulb clone. Oh no, oh no, oh no. 20, 20, 24 weeks ago, we got consolidated. Downsized to death and trimmed to the bone. Our assets liquidated. They forgot about Phil Hendry and let the sex bitch go. Didn't get the Dolphins, Ron Diaz didn't show. Okay. And what about Bo Camper, Jim Mandich, and Defoe? Oh no, oh no, oh oh. 20-24 weeks ago. We were incorporated, email and red tape out of control, a powerhouse castrated, a ship without a rudder, floating out to sea, no one in control, creating anarchy, a red-headed stepchild in the Paxson family, oh no, oh no, oh no. 20, 20, 24 weeks ago, we were incarcerated. Punching a time clock before we go home. Suicide was contemplated. They bought a famous station with national acclaim and shoot away the talent. They ought to be ashamed. And now they'll close the doors and you know who's to blame. Oh no, oh no, oh no. Bud, 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 bud. 
We've been bud vaccinated. Bud, 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 bud. We've been bud vaccinated. Bud, 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 bud. We've been bud vaccinated. Bud, 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 bud. We should have been vaccinated. We've been bud vaccinated. 1105 at WYD. Let's work on a vaccine against the Paxson disease, baby. So anyway, look at this. Women. Here's our story. Women 18 to 34, which is hardly our demo. We went from a 1.4 to a 1.8, oh! which means we did over a two a two share. From 10 to 2 in women 18 to 34. All right. We finally found a story, okay? No matter how bad the book is, everybody finds their story. We have two open lines in Broward. What's their story? 767-9463, 767-WIOD. Here's Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. Good. It's Ian. Ian. How you doing? Like I said, I was doing great for uh, most of the morning. Well, I'm just calling. I haven't spoken in a while. Yeah. Seeing how you doing. A couple things, though, first. What did I just say, Ian? I'm doing great. Great. A couple things. I mean, you're sitting there, though, <clears throat> talking about, like, hockey, and everyone's following you. And no matter what you say, though, Neil, people kiss up to you and agree with you. Oh, so in other words, you're back to the same caller we had last time? No. But it noticed in hockey, though, today, that first caller was disagreeing with you, and then he... Because he didn't him. know what he was talking about. And let me say a couple things about Martin Stracker. I mean, nothing against him, but this is his fourth team. You're acting like he's, you know, the great Gretzky. No, he is not. I never said that. He's not a great player. He's a very good player, though, and he's not being given an opportunity. And you know something? When you got people on the roster, you evaluate the talent, and you play the people who are the best players, which Chris Wells is not one of them. He has no business playing in the playoffs, and you know it as well as I do. I think you're a little overcritical on him, though. Yeah, okay. Well, that's your uh, opinion. Okay. And just one thing about the Beezer at the end on the last play. Yeah. On the, oh, actually, on the third goal. I mean, he's out there in the middle of all the action. I'm sure in hindsight, maybe he should have grabbed the puck. But when he's out there on the ice, I think it's easy to be sitting in there, you know, at home going, oh, that was a bad play. That was a bad play. So, so in other words, what you're saying, basically saying is that when you're watching a game, you shouldn't have any opinion. You shouldn't second-guess what anybody does. Is that what you're saying? Not about a second-guessing, but... It's, I think, the matter of saying, I'm going to oh. say it again. I thought it was a panic move. He went flopping out there, and it was one of those deals. Either you're going to get it, either you're going to cover the puck, or they're going to have a shot at the empty net that you just vacated, and that's what turned out, and they tied the game. Whereas if he would have stayed home, there's a good chance that even if they got a shot, he might have been in the net to stop it. Yeah, well, okay. But basically what you're saying, which is idiotic and inane, is that no matter what they do, don't criticize it because we're not out there playing. Uh, so I, I got a better idea. Why don't we just not talk about it? Okay. Okay, well, I'll, just I'll talk to... about it with somebody else. We have an open line in Broward, 767-9463. Remember the last time he called several months ago in the same crap? See, Ian, guess what? Somehow I'll survive. Even with this bad book, we'll bounce back, maybe on another station, but we'll bounce back and continue doing just fine. But I can survive somehow without you and your inanity. And no, the people do not all agree. There are plenty of people who disagree. But it would be nice for once to have somebody, which is me, giving an opinion. I haven't watched this game for uh, a zillion years now, for 40 years, who's got some idea of what it's all about, other than just an ass-kisser, okay? This town has got too many ass-kissers. It's right there also, even in Dave Hyde's column. Dave Hyde's got the column right there. It says, very. in fact, when I picked up my paper this morning, I'm wondering, how come there's not all this hysterical stuff about how we got robbed? And Dave Hyde says, a proper goal-negating call in overtime against Scott Mellonby. Proper. That's all he even says about it. And it was proper. It was the right call. The announcers on the game didn't tell you that. 
Your coach isn't going to tell you that. I'm here to tell you because it was. Because after I read the, uh, the paper, I then watched the replay over and over and over again because I wanted to have some idea what I was talking about. And it was the right call. So if you want, Ian, I'll say whatever the hell it is you want, and I'll sit here and, uh, you know, you can write out the script. Not. And this guy thinks that Chris Wells is better than Marty Straka. Well, I respectfully disagree, okay? I respectfully disagree very strenuously. Here's Homestead. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I have to agree with you. The coverage last night was... Like See, there you go, agreeing again. Well, well, Come on, just uh, pretend you disagree. Well, I'll pretend... Uh, no, I don't disagree. The coverage stunk. sucks. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I couldn't wait to hear your show this morning because I knew everybody was going to be going... Oh, my God, we were robbed of that call. Right. That's why I went to the first call immediately. I never said a word. I didn't give any opinion. And the first caller was, he didn't even know the name of the referee, Martinelli. And uh, he's another one of these guys who means well. At least he's watching. But he still has got a long way to go to understand the game. It, 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 was, it was blatant interference call. I mean... Richard got spun completely around. Exactly. It's not, it's not even debatable. There's nothing to talk about there. And this crap about, he won't even go upstairs. There's nothing to review because they're not reviewing the goal. He was calling a penalty, Dumbo. Yeah. Well, Neil, uh, I just wanted to let you know, uh, love the Rangers and your show rules. Okay. Later. See ya. We have an open line on the out-of-town line, one 474 So what the hell is with this Ron and Ron show, man, that they bought the network and Diaz took a walk, and they come in here, their numbers are plummeting and plummeting. And even during the time when uh, the rest of us had good numbers there back, uh, nothing. Just down, 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 down in one direction, man, dropping like a gigantic boulder in Colorado. So what, is he, what do you think that means, huh? What do you think, George? Oh, don't speak. Here's Boca. Hello. Neil, you forgot to mention what Dave Hyde said in his column today. That Neil Rogers, the only franchise player in South Florida radio, will mean more to QAM's ratings than the Dolphins, Panthers, and where, where does Where's that? That's on page 12C in today's Sun Sentinel. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, check that out. Get out of here. It's right there. In where? It's today's Sun Sentinel. Neil Rogers... Not in my paper. No, I don't see that. I don't see where. Where are you reading? Where are you looking on a page? Where are you having the hallucination? Dave Hyde's column today. Yeah. Um, it continues from one C to twelve C. Yes. And There's nothing about Neil Rogers in my newspaper. It's right here in the second column. He's talking about. Um, uh, he's reminiscing in the column today, and he's talking about. He gets about halfway down. He talks. They're talking about you and how great you're. Where really is this, sir? Let me say it again. Where is this? Neil, I'll drop the paper off at the no, studio. No, tell me, tell me what the paragraphs are. I've got it right in front of my face. All right, go to the second column. About yes. About the middle of the column. Up and down, high and low, it says, right? In and, at, uh, in and out again. Goals turning. Coach brought class insight to the sideline. What? Say what? Kosar brought class insight to the sideline. Kosar? Yes, this is Dave Hyde's column. Zoller's apology is lamer than his joke. Kosar? What does Bernie Kosar retiring have to do with the Panther game that's last night? That's the headline in the second part of the column on page 12C. Well, you must have a different paper, man. The headline says, No time to dwell on stunning loss. Game four is tonight. All right. I'll, you know what? This is probably an earlier paper. Well, bring it right over. I will. Okay. Okay, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> 
I think I'm losing my mind, man. As a matter of fact, if you ask me, I think... I'm dying over here. We have two open lines on the out-of-town lines. one 888 By the way, if uh, Karen's listening, I got my dryer. The people from Brandsmart were there bright and early, 745 this morning. Took away the old one, set up the new one. I'm all set to rock and roll. Okay, Karen? I thought you'd be very concerned because I knew that you were really worried about whether I got my dryer fixed. You know what I'm saying? Karen? I had one in my mouth once. Okay, let's go to Miami on a mobile. Hello? Hey, Neil, how's it going? Great. Um, you know, do you remember the, the good old days, like, oh, last year, when Coach McClain used to come into the show, and you know he still listens. Yeah, well, he's out of town at the moment. I don't think he's listening now in New York. I know, but... But even when he's in town, you're right, he doesn't... And you know something? I'm going to tell you another reason why Rimmer doesn't do these hockey shows with me anymore. He's afraid. Because he doesn't want McLean coming on here and doesn't want Brian Murray coming on here, and I really believe this, because I'm not going to listen to the bull crap. And I'm, just like the, well, last, the last two times that Doug did call in on the show and we got a hold of him, uh, you know, the same, it's, what's the point of having the same argument again? He's never going to admit the truth. He's never going to agree. He's going to continue hard-assing this Chris Wells thing. He's going to continue putting down Barnes and Straka and, and Woolley and all these guys. What's the point? I, we don't want to hear it. It's like a stuck record. Right, and it's the same thing with McLean. I mean, how can you how can you defend uh, you know chris wells as a player come on I mean, beats for me real. for real and, and i kept hearing last night from both denise and uh, rimmer about oh man he was phenomenal and they were double shifting him and he was out there for a while against messier even though it was only an accident because it was a partial line change and i mean just this guy i think he is jesus i think he ought to let the beard grow fully back again they put some sandals on him i think he could be <laughs> jesus it's pretty ba- i mean look my, my boss doesn't love me at work you know i'm not his favorite guy in the world but I do my work, I do it right, I do it on time, it's not a problem, and that's it. I do the job. I'm not, you know... Well, not, but, but see, that, that's, you, that's not the way that uh, the world really works, okay? For example, we got a broad here at night who doesn't belong on the ear, and she's the girlfriend of the consultant, so she's got a show. Well, she knows. Uh, that, that's the way sports works. All, almost every coach plays his favorites. You talk to anybody who's ever been on, in professional sports, and they will tell you that the coaches they played for had their favorites, and then there were guys they didn't like who got very little playing time. That's the way it works, unfortunately. But if you can see that it's actually hurting the team and it's hurting right. your performance. Well, that's what, that's what pisses me off. Can't you step away from your personal feelings? and say, look, I'm playing a guy that sucks. No. <laughs> Can't do it. No. You know what, Neil? The, uh, I'm sorry, I'm going to change the subject. When you leave the QAM, yeah. well, I'm not supposed to say that, on 560 QAM, yeah. um, the best thing is we're not going to have to listen to William Robert Puffick III. He'll be gone. He'll be stuck on this station, and you'll be on a real station. He wants to go with us. Oh, no, no, no. Don't say that. Oh, he's not going. I just said he wants to go with us. Oh, good. Have a great day, pal. Thanks, Neil. See you. Let's kick ass tonight. See, and I said it was going to be 4-2. to two. We were ahead 3-2. to two. I'm envisioning we're going to get the empty net goal at the end. It's going to be 4-2. to two. I'm going to look like a genius tomorrow. And then uh, we screwed it all up. I had the script all written out there for these guys, and they screwed it up right there at the end. Didn't most of you think we were going to get the empty net goal at the end, and it was going to be 4-2, to two and I was had the perfect score like I oftentimes have, or pretty close? Didn't, weren't we all thinking that, except for Ian out there, the expert, who thinks that you're nothing but a bunch of ass-kissers? We have an open line in Dade, 622-WIOD, two on the out-of-town lines, Palm Beach, the Auto Unit, and the rest of the universe, at one 4749 you know, some deals are too good to be true. That's why when these uh, guys, these scam artists, come along and they tell you about, you know, cleaning your carpets and giving you this so much per room and et cetera and so on, and that's all it's going to be. Then they get done, they start giving you all these add-ons. That's right. They start adding on all kinds of charges after they've started doing the work. It's called a ripoff. It's called a scam. 
That's just one of the zillions of reasons why you need to call Dry Concepts. Because first, you're guaranteed a super job every time. And secondly, as far as price is concerned, they give you a written guaranteed price up front before they start touching anything, even you. So you know exactly what it's going to cost. No add-ons, no scams, no rip-offs, no bad surprises at the end. Just a super job every time. Your carpets are dry in two or three hours. They give you a nice little rose when they leave your house. And uh, you walk around the house and say, this is a freaking miracle. It looks too good to be true, but it is. It looks like you had brand new carpeting installed wall-to-wall. So if that's the kind of deal you're looking for next time your carpets need cleaning, just pick up the phone and call the experts at Dry Concepts. You're in for a real pleasant surprise. And Dade, call 930-3636. 930-3636. In Broward, 581-4739. 581-4739 in West Palm, 930-4739. They're the best in the universe. Dry concepts. 610 WIOD. Only 50 dollars. I will not give it to you. You turd. Suspense, I said, Ellen, you are really intense about women in the biblical sense, and the whole wide world will know it. You came right out and you're proud to be gay. You came right out and you are proud to be gay. Just lick them. Poll question today, Kenneth Masmacho and Bishop or uh, Ellen, as if anybody cares about Ellen, right? Well, that's pretty exciting. We got a dike there. Wow. So anyway, uh, Kmart won't sponsor Fuzzy Zeller after his comments, after his uh, uh, comments about uh, chitlins and collard greens and uh, chicken. How come he left out the watermelon? What the hell's wrong with him anyway? I guess he don't know his uh, black cuisine, huh? But anyway, any rate, Jew, what do you want? Fuzzy Zeller is a Jew? Yes, quite. Since when? Since uh, he was born, I guess. How do you know that? It was around. 
What do you mean it was around? Somebody told me. It was on the news. It was somewhere. Fuzzy Zeller is Jewish? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jews don't eat fried chicken. Don't you get it? So anyway, Fuzzy Zeller, Kmart won't sponsor him, blah, blah, blah. I don't see no comment by Michael Mayo in here saying that Fuzzy Zeller uh, deserved to lose Kmart and that he should be kicked off the PGA Tour and that he's a bad guy. I don't see anything by Michael Mayo any more than I see no apology, any more than I see that thing about Dave Hyde, who allegedly has a thing in there in a paper about me, which this guy claims, which sure is not in my newspaper. Probably they print a different edition that they just delivered to my house. Here's Coconut Grove. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Mike Richter, God. Yeah. Hey, the Panthers folded like cheap whores last night. Yeah. Why don't you, um, you know, call a spade a spade? The Panthers have no heart. They're a bunch of. That's what I just what I got through saying. The Panthers have no heart. I just got through saying that, if man. If the Dolphins would have lost that type of game last year, you wouldn't have. I mean, you would have been on the Dolphin fans. And now, since you're a Panther fan, you don't. You're not objective. So what are, what are you talking about? What, what, what kind of caca about? are you talking about? How could they lose We handed like you that? the game. You got the win. Take it and <laughs> stick it up your ass. We have an open line in date. 622. See, didn't get on, man. Didn't get on. Little Julio there playing with himself. We have two open lines in the out-of-town lines. one 888 1-888-474-WIOD. Here's a lady in Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Hi, how are you? I'm Okay. Okay, listen, I just tuned in, and I wanted to know what was the call on Mellonby. I was watching Sports Channel. Well, and... if you watch Sports Channel, then you have no idea what was really going on, because Sports Channel was abortive last night. Yeah, I could tell. The call was goaltender interference, because he ran into Richter right after the face-off, which they never showed us. And if you have it on tape and watch the replay, it was the proper call, and the referee was getting ready to do a call a penalty, and that's why the goal wasn't allowed. Mm. I didn't, I didn't record it, so... So whatever you do, do not pay any attention to Rimmer and Denise and what they were screaming about last night. They had no idea what was going on. I know. It made me seem like uh, it was a bad call. Right, exactly. Got all ticked That's off. That's right. <laughs> Trust Hello? me, I watched it over 20 times on a replay, and it was the right call. Right. And, and I do want to make a comment about this Wells thing. Yeah. What <laughs> What was he thinking when he got him? He got rid of Barnes. What was, what, what and was Jason Woolley. And Jason Woolley, who played for the Penguins exactly. and plays on a power play and a regular shift all the time. But we got Eddie, who sits on a bench. I know. And I am a Jovanovski fan, but I have to admit... The worst. It was, it was not good. The worst. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe well, they'll do good tonight. What maybe we'll think? send him over to your house. You can keep him occupied. I could. Okay. <laughs> have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Open line in date, 622-WIOD. we got a pair on the out-of-town lines, one 888 Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Yeah. So we're in overtime of a Stanley Cup playoff game. Yes, sir. Um, you stand in front of the net and get the hell beat out of you by Samuelson and uh, Bookaboom, and that's okay. No penalties called. That's fine. We're in, a play we're in overtime. And you're saying Mellonby's crashing to the net. Didn't have to go find Leach. He was right there. They go into the goalie, and that's goalie interference? Yes. Please. Please. Let, me say, say, let me say it again very clearly. It is not, there's nothing to even argue about. It's a very clear call. You can't run into the goaltender, and you especially can't... He was with you Leach can't, was Let me say over. it again, my screaming. I know. Do you want to have a conversation, or do you want to scream? No, you scream. I'm screaming. No, I'm not. I'm trying to finish what I'm saying. Okay, go ahead. You can't spin the goaltender around whether you're doing oh. it yourself. 
Okay, you spin them around. Okay, you go play the game with your rules, and we'll play ours with the real rules, okay? Fantasy land. Anybody who understands the game knows that most things are let go in overtime because in, in, in the playoffs, late in the game and over in uh, the playoffs, because they don't want the game to be decided on a penalty. And you'll notice, by the way, that we got the even-up call a little later on, that Meruelli was trying desperately when he called a penalty on Robitaille, which was very marginal, by the way, that slash, but he tried to even it up. But generally, they don't make those calls in overtime. This one was glaring. He spun him around like a dreidel, okay? But hey, uh, you know, these people, like I said, that's, that's why I'm so worked up about it. Not just because we lost the game, but because the people who try to watch these games and learn something about the game down here, the, the jaded view, the jaundiced, ass-kissing view that they get on these telecasts, they're never going to learn anything. All they know, it's like the Johnny Most thing when he was doing the Celtic games in Boston. We was robbed! No matter what happened, we was robbed. There's nothing wrong with being a homer to a point. But don't distort the game. Don't twist around what really happened out there. But hey, but hey, I mean, what do I know after all? Like Ian says, what do I know? 1127 at WIOD. Come to the park and plunge your brains out, Pompano Park. It's the last week for the dining room up in the clubhouse. Clubhouse closes after this week. I mean, the dining room anyway. So get your ass out there for a great meal. And don't forget, the good news is, because the dining room closes April 26th, which is Saturday, starting on the 30th, which is next Wednesday, a week from today. On level four of the clubhouse, they're bringing back the International Buffet. That's right, the price is $14.95 for all you can eat, all you can shovel down your gut. They got roast beef and all kinds of entrees. They got Italian one night in German, another night in American. And Chef Iris' fabulous desserts every night, too. Dining opens at 6 p.m., post time for the first race, 7.30 in the p.m. And don't forget, just a reminder, that on Saturday, April 19th, which was last Saturday, I'm just going to keep reading that every day until finally, uh, what's-his-name, put some new stuff in here, which I doubt because uh, he don't care. So what's tonight? It's the 23rd. It's Seniors Night Out at Pompano Park tonight. Great live racing, 7.30 in the p.m. We got simulcast racing. We got from Dover and Yonkers and Hazel and Mohawk, Dania, Freehold, Meadowlands, Pocono, Windsor, and the Meadows. We got the poker room opens at 5.30. We got live simulcasting starting in uh, the afternoon today. So get your ass out for a great time. Plunge your brains. Maybe hopefully win a few bucks at Pompano Park, Atlantic and Powerline in Pompano Beach. 610 WIOD. Not just for snack time anymore. Yeah. Neil Rogers. Ah. All right, here's the moment you've been waiting for all night, gentlemen. Let's give it up for our headliner, Peaches Paxson. WIOD, we have an open line on the out-of-town line, one 888 in Palm Beach, in Peoria, etc. Here's a mobile in Perrine. Hello. Hey, Neil, what's up? Yes, sir. Got some interesting news on uh, the Tiger Woody man. Yeah. I'm at the Tiger Woody boy. 
He, um, you know, he all these blacks got uh, real excited when he won the Masters. They said, "Hey, a black man finally won the uh, Masters." Yes, sir. Well, in the hell uh, this morning, they uh, there was a little article in there that said he gets very offended when people refer to him as an African American, and he. Uh, he doesn't like to be referred as an African American. He says he's uh, he's denouncing his. Uh, he's a gook. Yeah, he's yeah. a gook. Uh huh. And I just so in other I'd words, he that. said he'd rather be a gook than a spook. Is that what he said? Yeah, he said he'd rather be a. <laughs> That's a what he gook, said. A gook than a uh, spook. Uh, a igger. Uh huh. <laughs> How do you like it. that? <laughs> so with that said, I'm. Uh, I just well, I guess Louis Farrakhan's going to be singing a different tune about him next week. Yep. Okay. Call him. We should refer to him as uh, Tiger Woody, uh, the Junebug man. I say let's send him to Peru, okay? Peru, yeah, that's perfect. Okay, have a great day. We have an open line in day at 622-9463-622. So Fuzzy Zeller's Jewish, huh? I think you just made that up. Here's a lady in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hi, how are you? Great. Um, visiting from Pittsburgh. We're on oh. vacation. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we have our own problems. but You um, sure do. I know. You're done. Uh, yeah, it looks that way. It's not the end of the season that matters. It's you know, the last of Lemieux that hurt. In fact, tonight's Mario's last game, probably. Probably. I'll be seeking counseling tomorrow. Yeah. And but damn, ESPN is going to be doing the game, so we uh, Mike Lang's going to get blacked out tonight. That really pisses me off. Me too. And speaking of which, that's why I called. Yeah. We um we watched your feed last night for the first time, obviously. And, uh, like, halfway through the first period, I looked at my husband and I said, is it me or do these guys really blow? They were and they were so bad, and I thought, they oh, stuck. How, how did they get their jobs? Yeah, and and not only that, but like, okay, the controversial call, Rimmer, is that, is that his name? Yeah, yeah Rimmer. He, the Rimmer. He didn't even he didn't even call the goal. He's talking about something that happened ten seconds before. He missed he missed the penalty. Then he misses the goal, and he looks up and he goes, oh oh, Melanie scores, and and the Panthers won the game. And I thought he's not even watching. Yeah, the referee had blown it off. Well, you know, it. when you're doing a game and you keep getting yourself bogged down in a lot of uh, peripheral things that have nothing Crap to do with the game, about, and yeah. talking about Denise Potvin and what he did 30 years ago, or some game he played in 25 <laughs> years ago. Number one, nobody cares about that, and number right. two, it's distracting from what's going on. I mean, we're talking about Terrible. playoff games here. Terrible. We're talking about like life and death. You know what I'm saying? I know. Well, Pot at least, I mean, I know Lowe's. you don't like him, I can tell, but he, he at least is a little impartial. I mean, he will talk no, he about is the not. other team. No, he is absolutely not. I thought that Rimmer guy was really bad. Denise was ramb ranting and raving about how they weren't even going to go upstairs and it was unconscionable and the worst thing he ever saw in his life. He's impartial? Uh, uh, Come no, on, sweetheart, well, give me a maybe break. Maybe I got their voice mixed up then. But it, it's so funny that you played that um, Stu Barnes song, which yeah. I love and I would like to take home. But, um, and Mike Lang was in the background, you know, featured, and I was just thinking, like, how popular he is up there. He's as popular as the players are. I mean, everybody really likes him. You know, Why not? Why uh, not? He's sensational. Yeah, he's really good. He has we have a, Mike on his show here all the time. Oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. But um, that's what you need. I mean, it's I mean, Mike, see, Mike, somebody... Mike is a homer, but he doesn't distort the game. In no. other words, if the Penguins think they join out, he'll tell you that. If uh, if, the, if the if the Penguins get away with a penalty, it doesn't get called. He'll tell you about he that. Will. He doesn't distort the game. He will. In fact, but are my in... good friends here? It's it's gotten to be like a uh, a cheerleading thing instead of broadcasting the game. But I don't even think they're they're qualified. Besides their personalities, they they just don't sound like they know what they're talking about. But it, it's too bad. I think you guys deserve more than that or better. Anyway, that's what I had to say. Okay. I enjoyed your show. It's very nice. Have a great time. You too. Bye-bye. <coughs> Oops. 
We have an open line in Dade, 6229463. I guess I won't have to be buying no more dinners for the Rimmers, huh? Because ordinarily, I mean, just a little shot, he gets all psychotic and bent out of shape. But let's face it, last night, that whole uh, operation, it was just uh, grotesque. Grotesque. And the people who are sitting there watching, they've got a right. And, you know, something else I don't understand is the two games that we played here, the two home games, last uh, Thursday and Sunday, whenever the hell they were, I don't understand what the hell happened from last year to this year. Last year, there was this playoff atmosphere, and there was all this stuff going on, and the uh, the spotlights and the uh, before-the-game stuff. And this year, it's like uh, they were just regular season games. There was, it just wasn't there. And you watch those games up there in Edmonton last night and Sunday, and, I mean, the people just going nuts, and they had the big oil rig out there, and they're blowing all the uh, fireworks. I just uh, miss it. What, what is this? This Rick from uh, Pierce Leahy, get a life already. Oh, my God. I've never had a chronic faxer who wasted more of our fax paper than this guy. I don't read him, sweetheart. Get a life already. Open line and date, 6229463, 622WIOD. Here's Tamarack. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you? Great. I got to tell you, I have one of the DSS systems. Yes. And last Friday night, for the first time on there, since I've had it, they broadcast the game from CBC on the DSS. I don't know what that was all about, because there's never been another one. There was the one game, it was uh, Edmonton and and Dallas. Right. I have no idea why that was on there. Well, I don't know why, but I got to tell you, it was such a pleasure to be able to watch that game. The camera work. Yeah. When there was something going on, they showed it to you. You knew what was going on. Right. As opposed to watching the sports channel, channel broadcast. Not, not to mention the fact that Bob Cole and Harry Neal usually know what's going on in the game. Oh, what a difference. Yep. What a difference. Yep. Absolute, yeah. I'm a Ranger fan, but I call it as I see it. And, you know, I just don't understand it. Rimmer, I used to watch him when he did the games up in Washington. He was horrible up there. And he hasn't gotten any better. Yeah. Time has gone on. I'm taking notes on this for when he gets back. (laughs) Have you heard about the Bobby Clark incident up in Canada? About what? That Clark might have lost his right to uh, work in the United States. Because of what? Uh, When Philadelphia Flyers general manager Bob Clark invited Alan Eagleson to watch the March 19th Flyer Leaf game in Maple Leaf Gardens press box, he had no idea of the repercussions. But Clark could have jeopardized his right to live and work in the United States as a result. Eagleson is a fugitive from U.S. justice, and according to a story by <laughs> Russ Conway in the Lawrence Eagle Tribune on Sunday, yeah. the FBI and immigration officials are checking various laws and regulations which may have been violated. Oh! Still, Clark is still a Canadian Great, citizen. Great, send that turncoke back where he came from. And works in the U.S. on a resident alien permit, usually known as a green card, which requires him to live an exemplary life. By spending time with a fugitive, he may have placed that status in jeopardy. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Great. How wonderful would that be? Like I said, send that turncoke back to a Callowit or somewhere. Well, getting back to, to the playoffs, uh, yes. the Rangers and the Panthers, I'm sure, have to be rooting... Uh, for Ottawa to beat Buffalo in that series, to be able to avoid having to play Jersey in the next round, because then Ottawa. Will I, I don't. I don't uh, see what you. That's not right. It's not. It's not the way it's going to work. Oh sure, because Ottawa would be the lowest seeded team, and they would play the highest seeded team, which would be Jersey. Right. And then the Rangers or the Panthers would get Philadelphia in lieu of Jersey. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that, either way, they're going to have. Either way, they're going to have to play Jersey or the Flyers. Yeah, but I'm saying, wouldn't you much rather play Philadelphia next round than New Jersey? Uh, not really. Really? Uh-huh. Not really. 
Yeah. That's like a choice between, you know, death by hanging or electric chair. Well, I, I think... And, you know, all these experts who are saying, oh, you know, the Flyers, they got Hextall, he's going to be a sieve, and the Penguins got all that firepower. How many minutes has Hextall played in those three games so far? zippity doo zero. They're playing Garth Snow, and he's playing pretty damn good. Well, I'll tell you, Reggett hasn't played bad either, actually. Yeah, Reggett's played great, but, the, you know, when you're getting, like, 28 shots in the first period, he's just getting uh, an onslaught. How, they have how, no defense. How surprised are you with Chicago, how well they've played against Colorado? Pretty amazing. Pretty shocking. Well, but don't forget, they took them to six games last year, too. Yes, they did. Okay. Great playoffs. Good luck to us, pal. We have an open line in Dade, 6229 One in Broward, 767-WYOD. Here's Pompano. Hello. Uh, Neil, I got some inside information that uh, Doug McClain had dinner last night before the game with yeah. the Brainstem and Tom Olivadotti. Yeah. And they were talking defensive strategies in pro sports. Uh-huh. Can you believe it? Yes, I can. I'd like to know what he says to the team and after the second period, you know, what to do when they come out in the third period, to lay down, take one shot on goal. I think what he said last night was... Yeah, i got to look for something else to do. I, I'm telling you, the Brainstem must have uh, worn off on him. Could be. Oh, can I call? He's, a, he's become a hard-ass man. There is no question about it. I mean, uh, you know, he did a great job last year. He's a good guy, but he's become a hard-ass, and you can't tell him nothing. And he uh, knows all the answers, and he's the expert. And the, you know, these guys—they've made up their mind. They got their favorites, including Eddie, Eddie, and they keep putting them out there and jeopardizing our, uh, you know, existence. And then all of a sudden, he's got to stick his ass and bench him because he's such a liability, as if it's something new. He's getting too big for his britches. Yep. Well. Can I call James Lorella from Boris Head a tongue loaf eaten douchebag? No. Roy! Have a great day, pal. Bye. Okay, we have an open... Oh, look at this. What happened there? We have an open line on the mobile one. Purple line, pound IOD. One in Dade, 622. One in Broward, 767-9463. What's going on here? We had the rating book came out. It was a death knell. Midnight tonight, turn off your TV week starts. All the sheep out there, all 20 of them. Oh, yeah, we're going to turn off our TV for a week because somebody told us to. Isn't that pathetic? And, you know, it's interesting. It's like everything else. It's like when they ask you to turn in your guns and the criminals hang on to their guns and every, the, a few other people. Okay, here you go. Here's my gun. It's the same thing. The people who use their TV set as a babysitter for their kids, they're not going to turn it off. They're going to continue using it as a babysitter. The stupid women out there that sit there watching 15 hours of Oprah and Jenny Jones and Montel and Christina and all these other idiotic talking head shows every day. They're going to keep watching that crap. They wouldn't miss a minute of it. Oh, and by the way, speaking of talking head shows, I'm turning on to the news at 5 o'clock yesterday, and I turn over three, four minutes early at uh, 4.55 on Channel 4, and guess who Geraldo was licking yesterday? Did you see it? Faye Resnick. Oh, and isn't it wonderful, and she's decided to make a comeback, and she doesn't want to be what she used to be. Oh, my God. And I said to my... Huh? A whore? Cokehead. In fact, she must have been uh, whatever they were talking about on Ron and Ron yesterday. That crackhead does something. Whore. Maybe not the other part. Geraldo, do you have any shame whatsoever? Any shame between her and the Brown family? Talk about a brown nose. And we all know what upstanding people they are, too, by the way. Thank God they weren't a bunch of money grabbers that were willing to sacrifice their daughter and or sister, whichever one you're talking about, just to get all the money in the Hertz franchise. Thank God they didn't give a, you know, crap about that. They didn't place money ahead of the fact that Nicole was getting the crap beaten out of her all the time. Just go back and make up. You know, we need the money. Okay. 1144 at WIOD. If you've seen that big, yellow, gigantic, humongous building on Powerline Road, just north of Cypress Creek Road in Fort Lauderdale, and wondered what that be. 
Well, here it is. Here's the answer for you. It's the 120,000-square-foot warehouse, the uh, new home of Ideal Automotive and Truck Accessories, where they got it all. Ideal's new showroom is jam-packed with thousands of automotive accessories. They got the world's largest inventory of truck accessories. They've got a huge selection of fiberglass running boards painted to match your vehicle, bug shields, 400 toolboxes in stock, vent visors, ground effects, sliding rear windows, taillight covers, and that's only the beginning. Ideal carries the biggest inventory of non-skid bedliners anywhere in town. 6000 in stock starting at 159 bucks with installation and lifetime warranty. They've also got camper tops for full-size or mini-trucks. So go check out the world's biggest inventory of truck accessories at Ideal Automotive and Truck Accessories, 6560 Powerline Road. It's the big yellow building just north of Cypress Creek Road in Fort Lauderdale. Or call them toll-free from anywhere in the universe. Call 1-800-621-6464. 1-800-621-6464. 610 WIOD. That's the honey, Junior. Suited weekly to the boards of Penguin goal. It comes on Barrasso and off Samus and clears. Here's Lemieux with a puck for the Penguins. Behind the defensive driver going for the net. Lemieux in on goal. Backhander. Hey! Shoots and scores! As he beats Terreri like a rated mule. And the Penguins lead two to nothing. He just seemed to stop, freeze frame, and beat Ferrari. So anyway, it's 1150 at WYD. A little Mike Lang for our friend from Pittsburgh there, by the way. Want to be sad if it's Mario's last game tonight, and it probably will be because the Flyers are just eating them up for lunch and breakfast and dinner. But anyway, that's uh, the way it goes. Speaking of people who are on the way out, what did I tell you about Jose Diaz-Bellart, George? What did I tell you about that CBS Morning News show? Yeah, Harry Smith and uh, what the hell was her name? Forgot her name already. Harry Smith and Paula Zahn. Can beat you to it. Harry Smith and Paula Zahn, they were a little bit too good for CBS. So they brought in Jose Diaz-Balart, whom all of us in South Florida knew was uh, inarticulate at best and boring at worst and about as exciting as uh, tapioca pudding. CBS is shuffling the deck, boys and girls. Jose Diaz-Balart will leave the studio to report from around the country and the network says the farther away the better, whatever that means. Mark McEwen and Jane Robolo, who's also very boring, by the way, they'll continue to anchor the 8 to 9 hour like on the Queen Mary. They're anchoring it. It's drowning over there, kind of like us over here. Maybe Karen Kay can be our anchor. Rhymes with canker. You think Karen would be a good anchor? I had one in my mouth once. Here's Miami. Hello. Good, good afternoon or good morning. Good Neil. evening to you, sir. Listen, uh, I'm going to get to the, to the meat of the thing here. Let's as dig far, right into it. As far as that collard green and chicken wing thing. I mean, if they don't wise up and get intelligent and stop, it's the media. It's not Fuzzy Zella. Fuzzy Zella can say anything he wants. That's it's right. The damn media. Every time somebody farts right away, they're a racist, and we got to take away their endorsements and fire them and yada yada, and Michael Mayo's writing columns about David Halberstam. It's a bunch of bullcrap. I mean, when is going to come to, we got the NAACP people coming over to... I, I'd like to know how come I have to read in the Advocate in the Fag Magazine about the intemperate comments that Tiger Woods made in an interview hey, about, about the bull dykes. Neil, me and Tiger Woods, we say the same, we joke around, and hey, if he makes $40 million, I make like uh, 20000 a year, I can say the same thing and deal with white people. I got, I eat collard greens and chicken wings, a white guy come by... How about watermelon? Up, he'll, he'll, he'll come by and pick up, say, hey, Terry, let me have some of that. But hey, how about watermelon? That too. All right. You can call me a wallum in the head. 12 monkeys, whatever. But I love watermelon. All I know is that I listen to you. Right. And, and if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have known that that penalty came before the damn shot. That's right. And the goal. And I guarantee you 95% of the rest of these people, including the ones who don't want to believe it, they wouldn't have known it either because watching that game last night, they never, ever saw a replay of it. Never, ever. So unless they taped the game themselves and watched it for themselves to figure out what the hell was going on, they never would have seen that Melanie be spinning uh, Richter around like a dreidel. Not only that, 
you can't see half of it because the camera's not showing. Oh, there! I'm telling you, that Sports Channel—they need a, a house cleaning man. Their 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 idea of televising those games has become a nightmare. Now, now, as far as that's concerned, a, a coworker of mine—he saw the game. He came in and told me, "Oh man, you just saw that 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 penalty shot. I mean, that that I'd call that they made. Oh, it was cheating. They were cheating. They were cheating." And then you come on and say what was happening was really right. happening. I say these guys are off the They're wall. They're full of it. Hey, Neil. But, to, but keep in mind, they didn't get to see what really happened. Right, keep right. that in mind, okay? The camera shots are real bad. Uh, chicken wings? I got here. some. All right, babe. Got them right here. Bye-bye. Okay. George, we got some chicken wings? Well, instead of that, let's just monkey around a little bit. Don't spit out the seeds, either. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. Swinging tree to tree, we scream and squawk and shout. No responsibilities, that's what we're all about. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We don't do anything we're told because we don't know how. Don't brush our teeth, don't comb our hair, we don't even... And wear clothes. We love to make you queasy with our private parts exposed. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. Oh. We're not well-mannered, well-behaved, we just love to drop trowel. We'll do some tricks, we'll make you laugh until we are fed. Then we'll lay down, scratch our butts, and watch you all turn red. Oh, I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. We wouldn't want to be a dog, a cat, a horse, or cow. We're smelly, and we like it, and we've heard the things you said. So don't come within 10 feet of us, or we'll whiz on your head. All right. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. I'm a monkey, you're a monkey, she's a monkey, he's a monkey, we're all monkeys now. Swinging tree to tree, we scream as one catch out. No responsibilities, that's what we're all about. Oh, no. Don't do it. We love you, Panther. Yeah, whatever you say. So anyway, I told you about Ron and Ron, didn't I, when they first came over here? Remember the day they came in here, Ronnie D, and I tried to get him to laugh, and he was like the uh, wooden, like a, st- a totem pole? Really wooden? From the neck up, anyway. And uh, I tried, you know, to uh, break the ice a little bit with them. Hopeless. Absolutely hopeless. And I'm, I said, you know, uh, I don't think we have that many rednecks over here. And he'll give me a look like, uh-huh. And we don't. I mean, we got, you know, our people on there in uh, P. Ryan and Cutler Ridge. And we got a few rednecks in Davie with their horse. But we don't have that many rednecks. Is like over in Tampa and the places, and Orlando, and the places where these guys get over a two or three share. And these numbers come out, and man, oh man, talk about the morning anchor. Woo! That show is like laying an egg the size of Mount Rushmore. A huge, gigantic, humongous one. I mean, this last book here, that, that it looks like a, uh, like a death knell for crying out loud. It's unbelievable. The numbers like... It's so embarrassingly true. Here's a lady in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. I, didn't, I was calling about the, um, the, the, the call last night. And, um, you know, I don't want to keep adding to it, but I think it really stinks if these guys, if Rimmer and Potvin have no clue what they're yeah. talking about. It's really a cheap And the watch. guys in the truck, I mean, they've got the uh, ability to replay it and watch it in the truck and upside down and backward and everything else. Why didn't they back it up another five seconds and go back to the face-off? And, and all they got to do is say in the headphones, hey, listen, guys, if we we'll show this, you know, from the face-off, we'll understand what the hell's going on here. But instead, it's just c- confusion and chaos, and nobody knows what's going on. It's... Uh, 
Sports Channel needs a lobotomy, man. They need some very serious instruction as to what it's all about. It's and, not and, I still, and I still say, with a minute and a half to go in regulation, and Richter is still on the net down there, and the action is in our end. We're hanging on desperately, and they show Richter on the other end, and for like three seconds, they freeze in on him. In the meantime, we don't see what's going on. I'm screaming at the set. I'm screaming at the top of my lungs. Show me the freaking game, you idiots. <laughs> God. But I don't understand. I mean, it's just not fair to the fans because, I mean, last night I was mad because they were saying it was the worst call Well, they're ever full made. of crap. They're full of crap. That's and right. They were saying this is the worst thing I've ever seen in my life because they didn't understand what the call was. Okay. And a reason being that Merrowelli didn't have time to get his arm up in the air to show that he was going to call it. He was calling it a late penalty. It happened like bang, like uh, in a half a second. Right. And but. Somebody who's at home watching the game and is and is trusting Rimmer because I you know you, well don't do that well don't uh, trust old alligator arms yeah well <laughs> it's just not fair because I was upset last night I know a lot of other Panther fans who were upset last night and you know I listened to you this morning and and I listened to what you say and I go by what you say and believe, believe you know the guy that called me a few minutes ago that wants to argue with me believe me. Haven't been to, you know, right from day one uh, at the Panther games, almost every, almost every home game. You know, if, if we got screwed, I'd be the first one to tell you about it. It was a penalty. It was a very clear penalty. It happened right in the referee, in front of the referee, in addition to which it allowed a goal to be scored that couldn't be allowed to be counted. If he doesn't understand the difference between that, calling that, and somebody getting knocked down, then this guy knows nothing about the game. Well, that's what's really, um, that's what's really the worst call here is what they did last night. You yeah. know what they did to what not giving us the correct information, not saying they stunk. Yeah, that, that's just they stunk. It's right, cool. It's just not right. And Amen. They stunk. Really need to get that together. But Amen. We'll, now, what about... I'm going to have a long chat with that Rimmer man, I'll tell you that. <laughs> going to have a long chat to try to stay straight. I thought all those free meals might uh, butch him up a little bit. Well, you call me up, and I'm going to go with you. Okay. No, but what about the last goal um, that the Rangers got? I mean, honestly, aren't we really skating better than the Rangers? I mean, are, are we... Let, let me say it again. We had one shot in the last 16 minutes in the third period. They outplayed us badly in the overtime. They had virtually all the scoring chances in overtime. How can you say that? I'm not we played, you. We played one period again. We played the second period, and then the third period, we went into a defensive shell trying to protect the one-goal lead, and it blew up in our puss again. Mm -hmm. Bees are covering up the puck every oh. second. And then diving out there, man, with 19 seconds left, going for a belly dive. Mm. Because I honestly don't know what's going on anymore yeah. <laughs> with these two teams. It's well, life goes on. Let's uh, kick some ass tonight. We can't turn the clock back. We can't cry over spilt uh, juice. And please keep Chris Wells riding the pine. Okay. Please. Right. <laughs> tell him to ride this. Have a great day. Thanks, Neil. Bye-bye. Bye. I think he's riding the fans. We have an open line on the out-of-town line. Just conjure that up in your mind. one 474 Dade County's gone. Dade County's long gone. 622-WIOD, where it's 11:59. Caution. Adult delinquents at work. 610 WIOD. Miami. Fort Lauderdale. O'Neal, my queen. God. It's an asshole celebration, and they're all out on the street. See 
them on the sidewalk Oh, hear them shuffling feet That's 20,000 assholes To an asshole promenade Step aside, good people There's the assholes on parade Got the assholes for freedom, the assholes for fun, the assholes for Jesus, the assholes for guns, assholes for justice, assholes for crime, assholes for assholes, assholes for all time. making money, they're making all the rules, they're taking all our jobs, and they're filling up our schools, assholes on the water, assholes in the sky, sign that says help wanted, only assholes need to fly. WID. You know who's going to get very upset right now, George? Somebody's going to get real, real upset. I don't want to. Of course, she's probably not listening. <laughs> if she thought that I was getting a haircut while I was on the air, not bad enough that he's eating on the air and all these other slobs are eating on the air and doing all this unprofessional stuff. But Erin Kay, she's going to be foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Can we get it? Just the. Uh... Oh, yeah. That yeah. might do it. But you're paying for it. I am paying for it. I'm used to that. So anyway, where are we going? Oh, I can't see a damn thing. Can't see anything. Here's uh, Coral Springs. Hello. Hello there, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, hot topics. I okay. know the Panthers are. Give me twenty-five uh, hot topics. I know the Heat are in the playoffs. I know the Dolphins, uh, not the Dolphins, but the Marlins are doing well. They are. Which, well, they're you know they're, they're still in second place. They yeah. got a little problem. Those falling like another. Falling there, like a brick. They're still hold on. Yeah. I, I have faith in Leyland, but. Your 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 uh, your uh, ratings a little bit down. The yeah. hot topic that'll get you a forty-five share. Okay, let's hear it. Nineteen seventy-two Dolphin season. Yeah. 
That's, that'll, that'll excite this, this dead town. Uh, they'll have orgasms. Everybody. Oh, yeah, right. Sounds great to me. They took each other out like they were dancing. All they needed was a little music. Yeah, let's bring Rick Weaver back, too. Right, that'll do it. Okay. Listen, one last thing. I yeah. Do you read Bon Appetit magazine? What is it? Bon Appetit magazine. What about it? Uh, May issue. Yearly, they come annually. They come out with one special collector's edition. This one is called the Italian Countryside: People, Places, and Glorious Food. Okay, it's a uh, it's worth picking up. Okay, I'll do it. Okay, and the magazine too. Absolutely, I'll read it there, Chief. Okay, we have an open line at Broward seven six seven nine four six three twenty out of town lines one triple eight four seven four W I O D. Oh God, has this been a, a real draining day? You know, draining. Day. Trying to explain to these people out there, you know, you just you can't score a goal on a penalty. You can't knock the goalie off to the side. I mean, can you put it, turn it the other way around? Can you imagine if like uh, Messier's in there or one of those guys, and he like spins the beezer off to one side of the net, does him a pirouette, spins him around like a dreidel, and in the meantime, the puck like caroms into our net. These people would be screaming like bloody murder. I mean, you know, what, what you got to understand the rules. you got to understand the way it works. It's one thing to be a homer. It's one thing to root for your team. It's another thing to have, like, some inkling of why things go on, which most of them don't. Hey, but at least they're consistent. We was robbed. Here's, uh, what is that? Miami, hello. Let's go, Ranger. Let's go to a very good, George. Lady in Sunrise, hello. Lady in Sunrise. Yes, uh, yes. Neil, yes, I want to call your attention to a new book that came out, The Baseball Shoot them in the leg. Timeline, yeah. the day-by-day history of baseball from Valley Forge <laughs> to the present day. They interviewed the author on CNN, and it was wonderful. And some Was it wonderful? I mean, I appreciate hearing it on Jackie Robinson's day. Oh, I don't want to hear about that. No, no, no. i got enough Jackie Robinson to last a lifetime, no, okay? I'm ready to go out and start drinking caffeinated coffee just to piss him off, yeah, and but he's dead. From Valley Forge to the present day, he does telephone interviews. I wish you could get him on. Okay, next hour. Thank you. Okay, we have an open line at Broward. What was his name? 76794. Are you done, or are you... Uh... Oh, you're done. Well, thank you so much. And there's a uh, million dollars, and uh, we'll see you again very soon. Right? I hope. Only if you tip next time. What? What does that mean? What is that? Do you hear what she just said? No, no I did not. Only if I tip next time? That's right. That's not enough? Oh, I did. How do I supposed to know that? I, well, you never told me that. God, now she made me feel cheap. She made me feel cheap. Well, there you go, sweetheart. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? See, well, if you never would have opened up your mouth, I wouldn't have known that. That goes to the shop. What a, what a racket they got going. Isn't that good? That's a hell of a racket. I like it. Okay, thanks again, like I said. Okay, loan me $50. dollars twelve fourteen at WIOD. Boy, I better go to the bank right now, man. Family bank. <laughs> well, I, there's nothing worse, seriously, than making me feel cheap. Because I'm not cheap. I happen to be like a big tipper. I leave 20 to 30% in a restaurant all the time. All the time, unless it's crappy service. In which case, I don't go back. But I feel like uh, like some kind of a quizzling here. And, of course, it's your fault, George. You're supposed to oh, find these things to out. You're she supposed to me. find these things out. How much are you paying for your haircut? 20. And? Oh, I guess more That goes now. to the shop. And another 50 at least, or I'm going to uh, tell. You better watch yourself. 1214 at WYD. I started doing a family bank, and I got sidetracked there because I got no money left. Anyway, if you got a lot of money or a little bit of money, they'll take it. They'll take good care of you. They'll treat you like a valued customer. Banking in America today is in a crisis situation because you got a handful of big banks. The small banks, most of them have been gobbled up. They're gone. 
So if you got a complaint, too bad. They don't give a crap because they're all big. They're bigger than life itself. They treat you like a number in a computer because, generally speaking, that's all you are. Even if you got a lot of money, they don't give a flying crap. Believe me. I had an experience. I had many experiences, which you all heard about. They sucked. So fire your bank that sucks and go to a great bank, Family Bank. Seven convenient locations in Broward. They got your ATM that honors Presto and Cirrus and Honor. They got a drive through that opens early 8 o'clock in the morning every day. They're even open Saturday morning. And they got friendly, great people who get to know you and treat you like a mensch. So fire your nasty, impersonal bank and head immediately to Family Bank. Member FDIC. 610 WIOD. When lightning is coming, hear it here first. If you like to eat a lot, oh yeah. If you like to eat a lot, oh yeah. Then you gotta like Neil a lot. Gotta like Neil a lot. Gotta like Neil a lot. We like to eat a lot. We like to eat a lot. They like to eat a lot. We like to burp a lot. Eat your a lot. If you like to burp a lot, we like Neil a lot. Then you like Neil a lot. Yeah, 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 we like to burp a lot. Oh, let's burp a lot. Twelve eighteen at WID. So I'm just on my hands and knees down here cleaning up the floor from all this hair that's from this fallout. And right in the middle of it, I found this very strange, curly, kinky hair. I had one in my mouth once. Oh, look, speaking of that, speaking of kinky and curly, look who's here and Mo and Larry. <laughs> Sonny Fox. Hi there, Neil. What's going on? Well, I've been in and out of the car getting my hair cut and doing some errands. And, oh, uh, you're getting in and out of the car? I just get my hair cut sitting right here because I'm a big shot. Yeah, I know. You're a big, fat shot. Right. Anyway, I... I think you're full of shot. <laughs> no, I'm, Hi, this I'm, is Sonny Fox. Yeah, we know. I'm very comfortable lately. I've been a loving sleeping life. Good, good for you. By the way, oh, you probably want to know how your station did, huh? 2554 and 3564 uh, mornings. What is it? Okay, 2554 persons in the morning. Right. Radio Amor is number one. I got a 9-6. Can you believe that heavy spick book here? I don't care about that. Uh, well, just a minute. I, it's going to have to be down the list. The farther down the list, the happier you're going to be, aren't you? Okay. They're not on the first page. <laughs> w, there's WXDJ, which I always get confused, but that ain't it. They're not on the second page. Can, can I have missed it, Sonny? I don't know. They're not on the third page. I must have missed it. Wait a minute. One moment, please. W, uh, let's see, not on the first page for sure. W, Kiss, Zeta, FLC, Love. Oh, here they are. 3-8 to a 3-5. 3-8 to a 3-5. Yeah, they keep going down, man. They keep going down. They went from a, um, what did they have before? They went well, from when a, I was there, they had a 5-5. Five, five. In the summer, they had a 4-8. Then they had a 3-8, not onto a 3-5. They're sliding. It's like sliding down a greased pole. And what's the other demo you want? 35-64. 35 to 64, which it would seem to me probably would be their main demographic, wouldn't it? That's right. Okay, 6 to 10 a.m. Let's take a look at this. Sonny Fox wants to find out if they dropped. They went from a 5.0 oh! to a 4.5. So they've uh, gone from a 5.8 to a 5.0 to a 4.5. They're dropping like a slippery, greased pig. What about the rest of the day? Do they, do they maintain the middays and stuff? Oh, so now you want me to give you all the day parts? No, no, no. I'll give you middays. Okay. Will that make you feel better? Yeah. 
Okay, midday is 25. Well, of course, you hope that they're dropping all day long. Are you so egotistical? That no, you no, no, want... no. I just wanted to drop in the morning. Midday, 4-2 to a 4-point. Oh! So they had a slight drop there, okay? And that's all I'm going to do for because it it's killing me. Okay. So what do you think? Well, I think that uh, they better build those new studios over at Power before you get there because if you see what I'm working with a Kiss, you're yeah. going to freak out. I'm not working with that crap, I'll tell you that. <laughs> so, by the way, how do you like that Ron and Ron show? You had an experience to be a part of that. Yeah, I was hoping they'd call me back. Yeah, well, if you saw the numbers, you wouldn't want to be a part of that. Hey, listen, by the way. look bad on your resume. Don't put it on your resume that you were ever in there, yes? I have a suggestion. Okay. You're making a million dollars a year. That's what you say, yeah. Well, whatever. And uh, you're living high in the hog. Yeah. Well, why don't you do what I did when I was in Philadelphia for four years? And what's that, send all my money to Salfus? No, put a landline in and do the show from your house. Sounds good to me. Yeah, I mean, you know... You get up, you got the phone bank there, you do the show from your yeah, house. Yeah, it would sound real good with that little dog barking up a storm all day. That would be good to be part of the show. Yeah, knock off 100000 a year and have him put a landline up. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Sonny. Bye. See ya. Not. We have two open lines at Broward, 767. So Sonny's happy because the numbers at Magic are dropping real, real bad. They're taking a real dive, a swan dive, a nose dive, but not like here. Not like here. We lost fi- almost 50% of the audience in some day parts, like this one, in certain demographics. Almost 50% have vanished. They have vamoosed. They've had it. Two open lines in Broward County, 767-WYOD, 767-Puckhead. Here's Cooper City. Hello. Neil, how you doing? Great. Uh, I got to believe you if you say that uh, Melon B spun Richter around, but I didn't see it, and I'm wondering uh, what the feed was, you know? Was it off your satellite? It was the same telecast you saw. Okay, so... But you have, to, you have to back up the tape. You only saw it once as it happened, and it happened so fast that unless you have it on tape, you never would have seen it. I watched it about four or five times because I did tape it. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I'm going to go back and watch it again because I didn't see well, it. Well, then how could, the miss, how could you have missed it? That's what I'm wondering. Because um, what did I you, can't did you watch it? Is, Will you listen to me? Yeah. Did you watch it from the face-off? Yes. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Couldn't have. Went you, over what, to what, the you, boards. Melon B. I, didn't, I couldn't see Richter because of the camera. Yes, you do. Then you didn't watch it. You didn't back it up far enough. All right, well, let me ask you this. Go right question. to the face-off. They show the full, the full shot there. You see Richter. You see Melon B coming in from the side. And all of a sudden, he and Leach come barreling into Richter. They spin him right around. And then the puck gets tipped into the net. Mirawelli's standing there looking at it. He didn't get his arm up in the air in time, but uh, he's definitely calling a penalty. Well... He didn't get his arm up. He didn't blow the whistle. It sounded to me like you said there was uh, five seconds or so. And I'm wondering how come you don't hear a whistle and you don't see the arm go up and the play's dead. Yeah. And then there is no controversy. Well, again, if he got his arm up in the air, that would have eliminated the problem. But you're still, nobody is going to allow the goal when, when the, uh, the goalie is being pushed out of the net. Nobody is going to let the winning goal go in, especially in a playoff game, on a goalie interference. It, just, it can't happen. Cannot happen. Well, it was the first penalty in, uh, in what, uh, from the second period on? Yeah. So, uh, and what about the one on Robitaille later in the overtime, the even-up call? What well, about that? Yeah, well, what is that? I mean, you know, I don't want that. I don't think you do either. But I'm just telling you, it was. I mean, I can sit here and argue with you all day. Go no, back and look at it again. You will see it. He spun him right around, and when the puck goes in, Richter is way off on the far side of the net. He's way off balance. He's not in position because he's been run into. It's not acceptable. It can't. It can't happen. I'm gonna. I'm gonna watch it again, Neil. 
And let me say it again. Dave Hyde in his column says a proper goal-negating call against uh, Scott Mallenby, and he's right. Since when is he right? Okay. Bye. Have a great day. Okay. Like I said, we got robbed. We love you, Panthers. We got screwed. Oh, my God. There we go. Come on, everybody now. We don't commit no penalties. We was robbed. We love you, too. Chris Wells, you're God. You got a big one, Chris. So we hear you. You and a coach are doing it in the shower. We love you, Melody. Ah, get out. Oh, Melody, yeah. Nice place, Scott. We have an open line in Broward, 7679463. That's Slewfoot. 767-WIOD. Here's a real expert for you. Here's a man that can really screw I, it up. I want to throw out some real hot topics, but first, I yeah. just wish the coach would take off his necklace. Yeah, I'd like, make... to, I'd like to give him a necklace and a neck brace. <laughs> Next time I have to see Chris Wells and Jovanovsky in there, man, that let, kid. Let me tell you what. He's I have... an impediment to our lives. <laughs> I want, In fact, I want the mayor, I want Alex Penis to declare today anti-Eddie Joe Day in the Dade County. Let me tell you, did it scare the crap out of you the other night when Wells was warming up? Yes. And him, and Jeff, him and Jeff Smith were both in practice, yeah. and I started counting frantically, and I realized they were just letting them warm up for a future date, which well, I didn't realize would be so soon. Jovo and someone else were questionable, and they wanted them out on the ice to see whether or not they could play, and obviously they were wrong about yeah. Jovo. Jovo is always questionable, <laughs> mentally. Anyway, two of the hardest shots I have ever seen taken, the one where Shepard hit Richter in the head. Right. Oh, my and God. And then did you notice that Rimmer, about like 30 seconds later, says, I think that might have hit him in the helmet. No kidding, Jeff. Very, very good. <laughs> I think Rimmer, I think somebody spiked his punch last night. You know, he stunk. Yeah. I, I don't mean to get carried away, but Chris Moore is sounding better all the time. Anyway. Talk about losing your credibility and, soon. And, by the way, I had to uh, jump out in the car for a little while, and Chris Moore is giving more detail now. Is he? Yes. So he's taking some advice. Uh huh. The other shot couldn't give any less. The winning goal. Less. <laughs> yeah. The winning goal that hit the camera. Yeah. That was a rocket. Yeah. I mean. It and it was just shut. There was just no way he could have stopped that. That is correct. It came in so fast. We're not blaming the geezer on that. He had a good game. Okay, so he did a little. Belly I am blaming flop. the geezer for a belly flop in there at the end of regulation and panicking, but I'm not blaming him for the winning goal. But our defense. In addition to which, our defense was in a panic. Which it, let me say it again. It's, it's obvious. We keep blowing the lead in the last minute. The guy yeah. called before with that staggering statistic about ten times all year long. Now you can't keep doing that. How about that Caps game in Washington? Forty-eight seconds left. They leave Peter Bondra untouched. Bada bing, it's in the net. Uh, anyway. Over and over and over again. This team's got too many blowjobs, man. That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm telling you. They're blowing it too much late. What the hell happened in your section the other night? I saw the cops come over and escort some guys Some asshole Ranger fan. They took the Ranger fan out. Oh, Who knows? Okay. And in closing, the two hot so topics? Yes. Socks and toilet paper. Uh, have a good... Thank we have an open line in Broward, 767-9463, 767-WYOD, and we have one on. Oh, and guess what? You know something on that disc number 13? George is going to be real upset about this. Guess what was on that disc number 13, speaking of Paul Harvey Jr. But, of course, we can always get him to do that again, and we will. 1228 at WIOD. 610 WIOD. Neil Rogers is my lover. New from Time Lifeless Music, it's the Sinatra compilation that buries the competition. Come die with me, let's die, let's die away. All right. 
I sure could use some sarcophagus Cause I'll be dead any day Come die with me, let's die, let's die away Don't miss out on the last collection of hits From old blue eyes before the maggots get to him Start digging a hole Cause I'll die any day I'll be a cool cadabre New corpse, cool corpse Frank Sinatra's greatest hits, the final chapter Yes, the chairman of the board with a fond final farewell Rigor mortis, rigor mortis I'll be stiffer than the two by far is Ask the undertaker To say I've gone to meet my maker To order, have credit card ready and call 1-800-CADAVER That's 1-800-CADAVER Order today before it's too late Oops, it's too late 1233 at WIOD We got an open line in the day It's 6229463 God, I feel like uh, Samson in reverse I feel like now that I had that 40 pounds of hair cut off, I got all my energy back. Man, I was, uh, like, really schmutzy. But I'm also very embarrassed. What is her name, by the way? I'm embarrassed about that. Beth? Becky. Oh, Becky. That's close. Is she in there? Oh, hi, Becky. There you are. But I'm so... Oh, she's even doing uh, uh, Jay Leno. I can't believe that. But Becky, uh, you know, hit me up for, like, an extra 100 bucks. I can't believe that. Only a joke, Ma. Now, how much did you pay Becky for your haircut, George? Do I really have to say on the air because I'm really cheap? Yes. I gave her a tip, though. Yeah. I gave her 25. So the shop gets 20 and she gets five? Five bucks? Well, she's on the clock, I'm sure. Okay, here's Miami. Hello. Uh, hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hi, how are you? Great. Long time listener here. Uh, disappointed, uh, uh, like last night. Uh, what gets me, I don't mind losing. But there's, not one, there's not one person in this crowd who talks about the fact that for the umpteenth time, we blew the lead again with 18 seconds to go. Nobody wants to talk about that, yep. okay? You're right. You're right. Uh, we blew it. it. Many times One before. shot in the last 16 minutes of the third period. One shot on the net. And you, uh, the funny thing is, you see it coming. You, yeah. see, you see him going into the law. You know, you see him you not... go into that shell, and you know something that almost never, ever works. It never, ever, ever works. Right, and, and I have a question for Doug McLean. Isn't the object of the game to try and win it? No. You know, to try and put the best players you got on the, on, on the ice? No. <laughs> no, the object is to prove how smart he is now, dumb all the rest of us are, that he and Brian Murray are geniuses, and they're going to peddle us, Chris Wells. If we have to lose every game the rest of the next two years, they're going to peddle to us just how great he is, whether we want to believe it or not. It's, 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 become, it's become like a, an obsession. They're obsessed with this kid. I thought, I thought we left behind the, the era of playing favorites when uh, Roger Nielsen left. That's what you think. Yeah, and, and, and to lose of all people. I know, I know that if we play the, uh, the, the Flyers or the Devils, uh, you know, we're playing against a higher caliber team, but to the Rangers, that would be the ultimate. Right, loss, you know? that's right. To lose to those New Yorkers would be, and they're just not that good. Yeah. They're just, uh, and you know something? What happens if they're not uh, feeling their age as much as we think they are? What happens if they get rejuvenated from pulling that game out in overtime last night and they come back and kick our ass tonight? What do we do then? Exactly, exactly. I mean, it's, I mean like you said, you, we had it, we had it, and, and, and you know, give it away like that. You know, you don't get into that position many times. We played one period again last night. We played the second period, and that was it. And I'm going to say it again. you got to do it during the season, but especially during the playoffs. The game last 60 minutes. you got to go out there and have a 60-minute effort, and we didn't do it. 
You know, I'm, uh, I'm waiting to see. Bobby Niedermeyer did it. He was flying. He was great. And a couple other guys. But other than that, we didn't do it. I'm hoping maybe the coach will call you again like last year. Yeah, hold your you. breath. Hold your breath. <laughs> Remember when you told us to put Straka in against the, yeah. the Penguins? No, this coach is too smart for me now. He's too well, smart for all of us. He's an expert. Well, he should he should look back at the last year's tapes, and he should realize it. Okay. Thank you. Good luck to us, pal. Bye-bye. See ya. Two open lines in Dade, 622-9463, They are violently pissed off. We got robbed. Dan Marowelli is the Antichrist. We got screwed, et cetera, and so on. Don't believe what that fat fag on the radio says. He don't know nothing about this game. Don't believe him. And by the way, you notice how fast that guy came by with the Sun Sentinel was dropping it off here? Not with his version of the Sun Sentinel where Dave Joseph allegedly wrote all this stuff that we still haven't seen, which I don't believe. Here's a lady in West Palm Beach. Hello. Hello. Gone. Lady in West Palm Beach is gone. What a shame. Two open lines on the out-of-town line. Sorry, lady. Sorry we couldn't hang on long enough for you. Or was it the other way around? one 888 1-888-474-WYOD in Palm Beach, in Peoria, in Batavia, in Geneva, in Utica. Here's Coral Gables on a mobile. Hello. Me? Yes, sir. How are you? Okay. Listen, long-time listener, sorry, I'm a Ranger fan. You guys were robbed last night. I don't think that they should have disallowed that goal in the Wrong. overtime. Wrong. Well, it's a matter of opinion. It didn't look like uh, much happened there. But you didn't uh, see it. You didn't see it. Maybe I didn't. It did happen rather quick, but it didn't uh-huh. look like it should have been disallowed. Okay. Uh, and I'm very uh-huh. happy that the, uh, that the Panthers won the first game because I've got tickets for Friday night's game, and uh, had, they, had they lost their first game, I might not be able to go see the game. Okay. It's going to be a sweep, Neil. I'll see you there. Last Panther game they won. How do you, how do you sweep uh, in five games? Well, you're right. I'm sorry. From okay. now on, they won't win another game. Okay, whatever you say, pal. Have a great life. Get out of here. Going to be a sweep. How do you do that? We won the first game. Well, okay. So here's the paper. The guy was right. Didn't I just get through saying I believe that guy? He sounded very sincere to me. He sounded Jewish. He wouldn't uh, lie. Well, so anyway, I'll see. It's a different, it's a, oh, it's a whole different version. See, it's a different version of the paper from the one I get. How do you like that? It's a, it's a whole, what is this? It's not even the same article. It's a different thing. It's a whole different thing. Kosar brought class and insight on the sideline. Oh, it's, it's not even... Is this today's paper? Wednesday, April 23rd? I don't get it. Different edition for different locale. But, it, but it's not the same article. It's, about, it's Zeller's apology is lamer than his joke. How do you like that? So I guess he's picking up the, uh, the baton for Michael Mayo there and ripping the... And by the way, Fuzzy Zeller is not Jewish. We had several reports confirming. I don't even think he's circumspect. How do you like that? So it's a totally different article. The one in my paper is all about the hockey game. And then inside it says, Kosar brought class and insight to the sideline, and Buffalo goalie Dominic Kashuk uh, shows how fortunate the Panthers were in riding John Van Beesbrook last season. We were riding him? Oh, my God, don't get sore about it, Beezer. It's a shame that Muriel Lemieux ends his ride this way. Everybody is riding it, according to Dave Hyde. Rhymes with ride. And he's got a bunch of uh, crap in here, okay? I guess this article, this column must have been written before our game was over. You know what I'm saying? Like for the real super early edition that they put this in there because our game wasn't over yet? So almost nobody saw this. He misses albums. He misses Bernie Kosar's class, insight, and intelligence. Missed more than his throwing. It says, Neil Rogers, the only franchise player in South Florida radio, will mean more to WQAM's ratings than the Dolphins, Panthers, or Marlins. Like I said, you know, that Dave Hyde, a genius, always loved Dave Hyde. 
a legend before his own time. Here's Weston. Hello. Weston. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Uh, first of all, what is your opinions of Chris Moore? I, have, I've, I don't know enough about what you think about him. but uh, what is your opinion? Hmm? He blows. He blows. <laughs> He's the worst I ever heard in my life. Okay, I heard the first uh, about eight or ten minutes of his uh, uh, speech at about 12 o'clock, and he goes exactly against what you're saying, uh, and he even brings out the rule book uh, stating the deliberate... Uh, uh, conflict with the goalie. If it's uh, if it's not deliberate, then it should have been that goal should definitely have been allowed. And he even ranted and raved about it for about ten or fifteen minutes. So, um, let me say it again: you can't make contact like that and spin the goalie around and uh, have a puck go in, have a goal go in as a result of it. It is not right. allowed. I don't care what he's reading. I agree with I don't you, care what he's smoking. It is not allowed. Period. But again, he's stating on the and he's seen the replay probably from his truck as well that uh, Leach brought him into the goalie and it's uh, he's that full of not, crap. He's absolutely full of crap. I watched it 20 times. Hmm. Is there any way that you guys could uh, get each other on the phone there and argue well, with him? Why, why would I argue with him? <laughs> why would I argue with him who's nothing more than a paid shill for the team? All these broadcasters on those games, they are nothing more than paid shills for the team. Hmm. It would just be interesting to hear the two of you guys debate it out. I, on, I, I don't right? want to do I have nothing to debate with him about. He's a lightweight. I'm not going to debate with him. Even New York, even they were saying that even some New York columnists or writers up there were agreeing that the call was bad. Okay, whatever you say. All right. I, I disagree vehemently, okay? Yeah. See you later. Okay. Okay, Chris Moore says it was a goal. Okay, that convinces me. I mean, all these people talking about, well, there was nobody in the crease, and uh, why don't they go upstairs? The people who were broadcasting that game didn't have any idea why the goal was disallowed, what the hell was going on. But, hey, they're right and I'm wrong because I know nothing about it. We have an open line in Broward, 767, just like all season long when I'm talking about trading Jovanowski and certain people, I don't want to mention no names, are saying, oh, they're not going to trade him. He's like the franchise. Okay, whatever you guys say, you're the experts. All you people that sit in the stands chanting, Eddie, Eddie, you're the experts, man. That's why he sat on the bench for half the game, for more than half the game last night. That's why it's about the third time that he's been benched during a game because he's a liability out there, okay? But everybody else is the expert in this town. And God forbid you should have a, d a dissenting opinion like you will try to watch it a little bit objectively, like here's reality going on in front of us. Oh, no, you're wrong. We were screwed. Okay, fine. We got robbed. Come on, let's go. We love you, Panthers. We really got screwed. Come on, let's hear it. Let's go. Oh, yes, we do. Oh. The way you skate and score and follow Every time one of our guys gets checked, it's a penalty. Every time we hit somebody else, every time we put a stick in their puss. And let me say it again, I haven't heard from one person here today yet tell me anything about Chris Wells getting his stick up in Mark Messier's face and opening up a cut bigger than the goddamn Mississippi River there right on his chin with gallons of blood spilling all over his body, which I enjoyed, by the way, because I hate the Rangers and Mark Messier. But nobody's talking about that that nobody saw. That should have been at least a four and maybe a five-minute major penalty during which God only knows how many goals they might have scored. Nobody is talking about that because they haven't got a freaking clue. That's why Chris Moore, my ass. The more I hear him, the less I uh, can stand it. We was robbed. No, make no mistake about it, okay? This was all just a joke today. We were robbed, and we're going to appeal it to Gary Bettman and God and Jesus and Moses and Abraham and maybe even Joseph Smith. How do you like that? And Fuzzy Zeller. And that freaking Fuzzy Zeller, too, that you bet. Oh, he's not that guy. Whatever he is. Oh, man, I got a headache now. I have a headache that you wouldn't believe. 1244 at WIOD. 610 WIOD, the official party station of the American Family Federation. 
suck it in and hold it. And now, a royal flush. Princess Di, are you in there? Yes. Could you bring the princess some more tissue? Yeah, okay, bitch. Twelve forty-nine at WIOD. We were robbed. We got screwed. It was one of the worst calls I've ever seen in my life. I think we ought to have a congressional investigation. We better call up Don Cherry, everybody at the CBC. We better call up Jean Chrétien, the Prime Minister of Canada. They know something about this. Let's get Gary Bettman down here and ride his ass out of town on a rail. Come on, what do you say? Dan Marowelli, huh? Sounds Italian to me. I wouldn't be surprised if he's got Paisan in Sicilia, huh? Wouldn't surprise me. Paisani. Here's the sunrise. Hello. Hello? Sunrise, yes, sir. Yeah, Neil. Yes. I want to ask you a question. During the game last night... What game is that? The uh, hockey game. Oh, yeah. Denise and Rimjob, what were they moaning about? About, oh, the, the hometown scoring with the shots on goal. The hometown... First of all, aren't the off-ice officials from a different city for the playoffs? Yes. And what... what in, in, the, in addition to which... Let me, are you still there? Yeah, I'm there. I'm there. Let me just tell you one other thing. Nobody cares about that. These idiots. What is the point? Who cares? Exactly. And, what's the and it was also, I know, shots on goal? I know exactly when you were talking about, they were talking about the fact Gretzky shot one three feet wide and they showed it as a shot. It was during a very crucial part of the game. And again, it's one of those examples of people start meandering and wandering around, talking about stuff that has nothing to do with anything, which doesn't build up the suspense and excitement of the game. But, I mean, far be it for me to start critiquing other people in a way that they present something, but I'm not interested in hearing about the most exciting overtime game Denise Potvin was ever in. I'm not interested in hearing about anything Denise Potvin was ever in, whether it's a game, a bar, whatever the hell it was, an address. I don't care what he was ever in. Because guess what? He doesn't play for the Panthers. We have an open line in Broward, 7679463. Here's Boca. Hello. Let's go, Ranger. Okay, there's a Ranger fan with a sock in his puss. All right. Great Ranger fan. Excellent. Put you back on the subway with Bernie Getz. And by the way, pal, here's another one for you. Here's Kendall. Hello. Neil, I couldn't agree with you more on all your insight into the game last night. Yes. First of all... Oh, now you're going to get Ian all upset because you're agreeing with me. Well, you know, if I didn't agree with you, I, I really would say it. And at first, you know, of course I was upset when that happened. But looking at it as I did, as you've suggested to these um, fair-weather fans down here um, that really know nothing, it is true. I mean, the, the goal, but the bottom line was, is if you would have played the way you're supposed to in the third period, none of this would have you ever can't, happened. You can't keep blowing the lead with a handful of seconds you know, left and then start bellyaching because and, of some call later on in the game. You cannot keep you know, blowing the lead. This team has done this over and over and over again. That's why we had 75 million ties this past season and, exactly. because the team cannot play with a lead. And the, the thing is, is, as dejected as I was after the first period, thinking that these guys are going to be able to come out and kick some ass, and they did. They did. And then they played one the great period, a second with period. Eighteen seconds to go. I was like, "What? I mean, where? I, you know." And then I couldn't. I, let me just. I want to tell you something. When the Beezer made that belly flop to uh, try to, you knew at, it was coming. At that point, I let out a scream like, "What are you doing?" And, be, and before I could finish the sentence, the Score. puck was in the net. You know what I'm saying? You could just smell it coming. And as far as the. Uh, commentators less mentioned the better but i agree with you who cares about 1979 how there was 80 shots on goal I, in I, game? 
I can under I, mean, I can understand if you're doing a regular season game, okay? And we're ahead five to one, or we're losing five to one. We're getting our ass kicked. Then you fill some time, right. okay? But during a playoff game, you try to build up the excitement. You know, I'm switching back before th- between the CBC. I'm watching Edmonton Dallas last night, which again was a hell of a game. Dallas winning four three, and it looked like Edmonton was going. They scored again with a minute left, and damn near tied it up again. But you, you listen to the difference in just the sound, the crowd noise, and the excitement of the announcer and the way the game is being presented and the drama. You listen to that, and then you turn on our telecast, and you listen to people talking about uh, somebody played 40 years ago. Right. And, uh, yeah, crap. And I mean, thing- you, you've got to be able to present this as what it is. You play all season long to get to this nine weeks. These are the Stanley Cup freaking right. playoffs, baby. Present it like it's ta- something we're special. we're talking about 20 years ago. Yeah. And, and, Present and it like it's something special, not like it's a piece of chopped liver. And, and what the Rimmer was saying with the shots on it, right, exactly. Crap. But it's like, I mean, I mean where, do, where does, I mean, who cares if, they, I, can, I don't care if they have 50 shots on goal, they only had 10. The bottom line is, see, we since, show- since they started sticking all these jocks on there doing these games, everybody, all these jocks think that all the rest of us want to hear about when they played and all these self-deprecating jokes from a Jim Palmer and this one and that and Don Sutton. I don't give a crap about any of that. I want to hear a real professional announcer call the game, make it exciting and the color guy to add something when there's a break in the action like Harry Neal does on a CBC and interject something that might be a little bit humorous or a little bit informative and give you some insight as to what's going on and then uh, you know do, do a little voiceover on the replays and, and that's it that's what i want to hear unfortunately i can't i don't get the cbc i'm a schlepper i don't have a satellite dish but you know the thing is i smelt it coming as soon as richter went to the bench you, you just knew i mean because the rangers have pulled off these last minute heroics yep and you know as much as i hate the rangers we didn't we we just i mean we went back into a shell that third period. i couldn't believe it one it like, shot in the last 16 minutes okay <sighs> You know, so all these people that are This is the strategy of Doug McClain you know, to play this hey, Roger Nielsen, let's go into a shell, let's exactly. go into a coma, let's sit on a one-goal lead, and guess what? Like I said, it almost never, ever works. So all I could say is these guys better come up pumped tonight because let me tell you something. We go down 3-1, to one, it could be ugly. And mm-hmm. at least the Lanch lost. Yeah, the, the Chicago's giving them a run for their money. So, you know, at least there's some con, you know, consideration there. Neil? It's not important that we win, but that they lose. Exactly. And you know what? I know Rimmer's your buddy, but you got to smack him around a little bit. We're gonna beat the after. we're gonna beat the snot out of him when he comes back. All right. Okay. Later. We have an open line in Dade six two two. Don't look at me. I don't know what it was, and I don't want to know six two two W I O D in Dade. We have two open lines in Broward seven six seven nine four six three. So the consensus is about everybody connected with that telecast last night. They stunk. That's the uh, general consensus around here. Two open lines at Broward, 767-WYOD. Do we have anybody left in the audience? Not what these numbers show here. It's deadly, baby. It is deadly. And where did they go? They didn't go to QAM except uh, in the afternoon. The Humper did good. But other than that, the rest of the day, they had like uh, the same same old crap. Same old stuff over there, huh? I sure hope they keep up their end of the bargain until I get over there. I sure hope those checks are going to they're gonna be okay. Okay. I better not mention who was here before, should I? Should I mention uh, her name on the air? Huh? I don't want to mention Linda. Yeah, Linda Doyle. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, now we understand what was going on here all that time. Remember? Because Linda was always very conscientious and very good. And then all of a sudden it was like, hey, what's going on here with uh, the copy and with your spots and where is she? And she was uh, getting out while getting was good. Nice going, sweetheart. See you soon. Two open lines in Dade, 6229463, 622WIOD. If you want something great for free, pick up your instrument right now and maybe your phone too. Pick it up. 
reach right in there. Reach wherever you're hiding it, okay? Yank your phone out and call 1-800-THE-NUMBER-4-HYDRON. And our friends at Hydron Technologies will gladly send you a copy of their extensive, expansive, great catalog showing you all their skincare products for men and for women and everybody else. And a free sample, too. So you can try it for yourself. Everybody I've talked to who sent away for this stuff says, you were right, man, this stuff is great. And it is. For example, if you play sports, menthol ice from Hydron is the perfect product for you, like for your aches and pains and uh, bruises and whatever else is aching you. You'll also want to be sure and try Hydron Hand Lotion because Hydron products moisturize your skin without leaving it feeling greasy. Here's how Hydron works. As it dries on your skin, it creates that invisible shield that is water-insoluble, moisture-holding, and long-lasting. The shield lets your skin breathe by letting the oxygen in and the carbon dioxide out. Maybe we should smear some on Eddie Joe's... Rectum. That might not hurt. Even Hydron Cleanser won't take away your skin's natural protection the way so many skincare products can do. So if you want to check it out for yourself and the price is right, even the call is free. Just pick up the phone right now. They'll send you the free catalog and the free sample too. Hydron, it's amazingly good stuff. Call 1-800-4-HYDRON. 1-800, the number 4-H-Y-D-R-O-N. Knock it off. We're trying, okay? 610 W-I-O-D. Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's the one to two hour. It's straight from the Vatican. Introducing new Catholic light. The religion with one-third the guilt of your regular faith. New Catholic Light satisfies your need for Christianity, but it doesn't fill you up with a lot of doctrine. More fulfilling! More fulfilling! With Catholic Light, there's no confessions, no sermons, and no lingering afterlife. It's the perfect alternative for modern agnostics who don't want to take any chances. Our services are held three times a year, and they're only 15 minutes long. Plus, there's no added guilt for sneaking out during communion. We've dropped that, too. Look for our church mobile in your neighborhood. Hey, you might be in the front pew. For ye of little faith, try Catholic Life. Because a little faith is all you need. 104 at WIOD. Guess what's on Sports Channel right now? There it is. It's on again. So if you want, by the way, you've got a long way to go. Almost 12 minutes left in the third period, and we're ahead 3-2. to two. And we haven't coughed up the lead there in the last 20 seconds yet. But those of you who are, like, arguing and debating and all worked up to a frenzy, just sit your ass down there. It's on the small dish now on 319 permanently, Sports Channel Florida. And it's on your cable system. So well, there it is. And when you get to about two and a half minutes of the overtime, if you watch real close right after that face-off to the left of Richter, you'll see what happened, okay? And if not, you'll never see it again because they don't show it again because they didn't have the foggiest clue what happened. Open line in Dade. Six, but Chris Moore says, okay, whatever he says is okay with me. 622-WYOD in Dade. Open line in Broward, 767. Here's Gainesville. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. God, why would you want to watch that game again? I don't. God. Anyway, it's, it's, I mean, you're right. It's, they played last night. It reminded me of, like, the first two years of the Panthers. Yeah. I mean, when they Roger had, Nielsen. It was just like, I mean, if this was a regular season game, it'd be like boring, you know? Yeah, second I mean, period was, Second period was great. The rest of the game was uh, coma-inducing on our part. God, it's, it was, I was really, I mean... And even though it was an not, overtime game, let me say it again, the Rangers had 45 shots. It's the second game in a row they've had, they peppered us with over 40 shots. Uh, did you, um, did you watch the, uh, the Phoenix-Anaheim game last night? Uh, I saw a little bit of the early part of that game. Who won, had, who won quite, that game? I had a question. Um, who won it? Why, I don't know. I, I only watched the first period. But why was everyone wearing 
Everyone, every single because person. Because in, in, that was the tradition in Winnipeg. The, yeah. When they were the Winnipeg Jets before they moved to Phoenix. Mm-hmm. So they said, if we make it in the playoffs, we want to keep that tradition alive down here. So they asked all the fans to show up in white. It was, it was a tradition in Winnipeg. Oh, really? Yep. No, that was, it looked really weird. Huh? It was great, though. I know. Just every single person was But I'm glad you mentioned that because I'd sure like to find out who won that game. Uh, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't. It was too late. I know Dallas beat the Oilers 4-3 to and what another what, tremendous game. But I don't know about the other one. Yeah, but and the other thing I want to talk about, and I'm sure you probably talked about this already, but the game on Sunday, I was at that game. Uh, actually, I said hi to you there. Right. But um, I in the section the section I was in, there's this guy. I think he's the guy that starts that refuse suck chant. Not the rat guy. What section was that? Well, I I sit up in uh, one- two fourteen. Oh. And there's a guy who sits like two rows behind me. Yeah. And he starts this refuse suck chant, right? And like everyone starts to chant that same thing. And this was right after that. I don't remember that Garpenlov foul. The Garpenlov penalty. Yeah. Where he like threw a punch, right? Right. And he got called roughing. I mean, that's a that's a legitimate call, right? Yeah. Well, but it doesn't make any difference with that with that group of assholes up there. Any time we get a penalty, hey ref, you suck. Including the time when they called a double minor. Which game was that? This w- it was not too long ago. They called a double minor against the other team. Right, we got the power play, and because these people were such assholes, that was the most embarrassing moment of the four years we've had the franchise when people are screaming, hey, ref, you suck, because they don't realize that we got the extra, <laughs> we got the power play. I mean, I was at that oh. game on Sunday. I mean, and I was, and this was on Fox, national TV, seen all around the world. Right. And they're seeing how stupid. I know. I was, I was really like... I mean, when, I when is the day going to come? I mean, it's four years already. I realize that, and not only that, but how about all the people who are here from the Northeast and the Midwest? This shouldn't be like something from outer space to them. How come we don't have more people here who know something about what's going on? Exactly. I mean, it's not just, it's not just hockey either. I mean, I go to a lot of uh, Marlins games. Yeah. Oh, if you listen to the conversations that are going on, it's about everything except baseball. And when, everyone, they do, when they do the try to there. talk about baseball, they have no understanding of the rules. A simple game like... Like baseball, they don't understand that. Half the people there, this is what happens. They just go there late, by the way, yeah. second inning or something. And leave early. And uh, they'll, they'll walk up and down the aisles and block my view. Yeah. And then they'll talk, they'll just talk the whole game, leave in the, like, the seventh inning, and that's it. And I don't even know why they went. And I'm there trying to watch the game. Exactly. That, that's the question. It's, why it's really, do they go? And I keep asking that about some of the people in my section who usually pay very little attention to what's going on on the ice. Why are they there? What are they doing there? If they want to have a social club, let them go to a bar somewhere. Let them go to one of their guys' house and have a, a drunken party, okay? But why the hell are they there just to disrupt everybody else's enjoyment of the game? Yeah, and another one of the... Another, this is, I'm just trying to, like, I'm just venting here. I mean, the other thing they do at these Marlins and Panthers games is that T-shirt throwing thing. Thing. Yeah. And at the Marlins games, they do it between innings, right? Yeah. And, like, they're still doing it as the game already started. And, like, the game is coming back. I mean, they're starting throwing pitches already, and they're still, like, chucking T-shirts. Well, in. welcome to Miami, Everyone's standing up. Welcome to Miami. Uh, they're, like, killing each other. For Wait till they start giving out passes to the early bird. Ah, jeez. I mean, it was, it, this is, it's, it's annoying. I mean, I like watching baseball. It's my favorite sport. But yeah. I just, these fans, sometimes I just don't know. Have a great life, pal. See you, man. Hang in there. Open line in the out-of-town line, one 888 And thanks for calling 610-WIOD. We don't say that on this show. We should be saying it a lot more, you know? Because that always impresses me when I hear certain people always saying, and thanks for calling WIOD. It just, uh, it does it for me. <laughs> anyway, here's, uh, I'm watching that game now. Look at that. Look at that Niedermeyer. Did that kid play a game last night or what? He was spectacular. He was sensational. He was all... Mellonby just fell down. It must have been a penalty by Lister, even though he didn't touch him. It must have been a penalty. We got screwed again. Hit that Robotai. Hit that pussy. Come on, hit him. 
What is this? It says, uh, change topic, no more Panthers. Yeah, blow it off your ass, okay? Change the topic. Go change your uh, toilet paper, will you? Go bend over. I think you got an important fax coming in, pal. Here's Kendall. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I got the score of the uh, Coyote-Ducks game. Yes, sir. Uh, Phoenix won one nothing. Damn it. And uh, Corkum scored on a backhander late uh, in the third period, but... Another uh, goal taken away in the crease by the Ducks. I think oh. uh, Ruchin scored. Right. And the guy, I think, like a little bit of his toe was in the crease. Oh. And they took it away. I mean, the Phoenix. Just like Don Cherry says, the worst rule in the history of sports. I, I think there was another, maybe two or three games. Maybe besides that one, another goal was definitely taken away last night. I don't know which game it was. I was, uh, I was actually disappointed because I think uh, not yesterday, maybe the day before, you said that. Possibly the Rangers Panther was going to be on the CBC. Oh yeah, I, I, I forgot. I forgot that. I forgot that they had Montreal, New Jersey last night, plus the Oilers uh, Dallas game. Yeah, because you know I, I can't stand Rimmer and, and I mean. Oh, they. I'm going to tell you, you that know. that performance last night was the all-time confused and bizarre and like uh, off the wall. Yeah, I really care about how many shots there were in that game, 83 to 79, and that. Uh, I don't know, the, the Fontaine game when they beat Washington. Yeah, right, 25 years ago. Right? Yeah, what were you concerned it about? That? Like. I think I was uh, maybe in grade school back then. Yeah. But uh, I, I don't care about that. I want to know what's going on in the game. You know, I, it's just it's ridiculous. They are the Jay Randolph and Gary Carter of hockey. Okay. All right? I'll tell Rimmer. Tell I'll, t- I'll tell Alligator Arms. All right, Neil. See ya. Have a good one. We have an open line in Dade, 6229463. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Great. Uh, first of all, a couple things. I couldn't agree with you more about Mike Richter, about showing Mike Richter when all the action was going on down at the other end. Can you believe that? It was amazing. I mean, the game is going on. Okay, all you have to do is say Richter is still in the net. We don't have to see it. Or you can do, I know it's very revolutionary, but like they do on all the other games. How about a split screen where we see for just a couple of seconds, here's Richter still still in the net down there, but in the meantime, you don't miss any of the action. I'm telling you, the technical ability of the Sports Channel crew in presenting these games, you can't complain about it because they don't have any. Exactly. Non-existent. And my favorite thing about last night is when Rimjob said, and it's not bad enough that they didn't allow the goal, but he got a penalty on top of it. Yeah. Which was amazing. Clueless. I mean, he had I had no idea that they had called a penalty or what it was about. And like I said, nobody in the truck is like finding anything out or rewinding the tape just another five seconds back to the faceoff. So we have some insight as to what's going on. And most people are not taping the game, by the way. So most people, I mean, it, I'm telling you, I watched it over and over again this morning. And unless you, you know, watch, I know I didn't have it on tape. Unless you watch for it, you're never going to see what happened. They didn't show it again. Yep. I mean, they showed it from a certain point. but Just like that goal, point. just like Tikkanen's goal at the end there. Oh, yeah, well, and we're waiting an interminable amount of time, and I'm screaming, show us something. You must have some kind of a replay, and all they show us is the uh, thing from inside the net, and you see a lot of blur, you see nothing. Exactly. Unbelievable. I agree. And the other thing is the, the Rangers tanked during the second period, too, because they made the they, – I'm a Rangers fan, but I also like the Panthers. Yeah. But they made the, they made the Panthers look like they had a 40% power play. Because they just stood back and let him get in perfect formation. And yeah. I just like thought, I said, the Rangers haven't showed me much in this series. No, I don't think either team's going too far, to right. be honest with you. Right. You watch these other games, and you see some real intense playoff hockey, and you watch this uh, muddling around that's going on here, and you wonder, God, what the hell's going on here? Yeah, I agree. And in closing, I'll say that Van Beesbrook hasn't been horrible, but last year he was unconscious, and people should probably appreciate that more now. Okay. T- talk to you later. See ya. Bye-bye. We have an open line in date, 6229463. KLSX, here's a fax from Eric in Orlando, one of our radio groupies. 
who says KLSX used to be a legendary classic rock station in Los Angeles. They recently changed to the Hot Talk format. Excerpt from Radio Column, March 7, 1997, by Richard Wagoner, Copley, Los Angeles Newspapers. KLSX's format is in trouble, he says, and to an even greater extent, KLSX is underperforming. KLSX has been a laughing stock ever since adapting Walter Sabo's Talk for Morons format. Perhaps it is time to dump it and try something else, something like, let me think, a successful talk format, or better yet, put classic rock back on KLSX. KLSX now, by the way, is also known as Real Radio 97.1. Sound familiar? You folks up there in Orlando like Eric? Who also says QAM comes in great up here in Orlando, by the way. Thank you, Eric. How do you like that? Walter Sabo destroying radio stations from coast to coast. Unbelievable. This man, I'm telling you, he could screw up the Pope. He could screw up an orgasm, this guy. It's on its... Uh, <laughs> man, oh, man. It's frightening when you come right down to it. Isn't it? I had one in my mouth once. 115 at WIOD. 610 WIOD. When lightning is coming, hear it here first. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life on WIOD. After miserable attempts at comedy and being a nice guy, Schwarzenegger's back as the regurgitator. Please, maggot. Yeah, what you gonna do about it, you big puke? Exactly. <laughs> With society in an upheaval, who else are you gonna turn to? Oh, help! He's getting away! I can't help you. Oh, yeah? Try this. Ice cream and sauerkraut. Ice cream. <laughs> the forces of evil, Schwarzenegger is Regurgitator. I like it. I'll bet. Okay, 118 at WIOD. We have an open line on the out-of-town line, one 474 Three and a half minutes left in the regulation, by the way, if you're not watching Sports Channel. 3.30, like I said, remember, three and a half minutes I'm counting right now. So very soon they'll be showing, they'll be showing the overtime, and then we'll watch it. It'll happen while the show is still on the air, and you'll see it. And you know something? If you really uh, have been brainwashed already, you'll still say, we got robbed, Okay. In fact, before that comes up, I have a feeling, though, that we're going to see uh, that other goal scorer that tied it up. Are we going to see that with just a few seconds left in the game? We might just see that. Here's Hollywood. Hello. Is he crying yet? Not yet. God. Listen, I, I wanted to bring up the Messier thing, Neil. On that gash he took? Yeah. Okay. He, he, that wasn't just a gash. That was like uh, half was, his chin it, got yeah, gaped it was, open. It was quite serious. He gaped it. But the, the other thing, he went right to the bench. Yeah. Right? And, you know, they plugged it up, no problem. Did you see the end of the first period? And when, I, I forget his name. Blinky got hit, the guy with the bad eyes. And he's standing there with his stick broken half. And he's, Blinky? Yeah, the guy with the eye problem on the Panthers with the beard. Lowry? Yeah. Yeah. He's standing there moaning and whining. He broke my stick. He broke my stick. Broke his what? Oh, stick. Right in half. Yeah. And he's, and he's waiting on a call. And I think that if, if guys like him and, and McLean would stop, you know, yelling at the referees and just do your damn job, play the game. The I way mean, the referees stink. We all know that. We've had plenty of crappy calls against it. us. There have also been crappy calls we benefited from. But the fact is, you've got to go out there and play the game and stop always looking. We're starting to become like a bunch of crybabies. Yeah, that, exactly. That's what I see exactly. us now as. We're starting to be the crybabies of the league. Yeah, and it really takes away I from... mean, it was not the officials that blew a 3-2 to two lead with uh, 19 or 20 seconds left in the game for the umpteenth time this year. It wasn't Dan Marowelli or the line 
linesman did that. It was us. And last time I checked, it wasn't the referees that got three shots on net in the third period. And I don't think Marowelli made the lineup and put Chris Wells in there. No. And I don't think Marowelli's the guy that said Jovanovski is great and put him on a uh, lineup and then had to sit him on a bench for two periods because he kept coughing it up. And, and you know, the, the fans down here... There's you, that damn Gretzky, man. Do I hate him? Well, Do I hate him? Geez, Neil, I hate him, man. I, I don't want to see him I, again. But listen... So I don't want to see that needle-nosed dickhead hold again. Hold on. Before you start going off, Yeah. if if you look at it and the way that game was played in the in the third period... What are you it, saying? You're saying that there's there's something that they can reach down and pull an extra breath and come back and put on a performance yeah. like that. See, it's, one of the problems is when you're you're intentionally running a short bench because, first of all, Lindsay got hurt, so then you got Jovanovski sitting on a bench. You're right. playing four four and a half defensemen because Laws, you're not playing very much. For whatever reason, I don't know. And by the end of the game, man, these uh, four guys there, Murphy and uh, Warner and Karkner and uh, who else, Spela, those four guys are playing a whole game. Exactly. You can't do that. You can play five defensemen a whole game and maybe get away with it, but not four. Nobody can get into a rhythm. And if you can't get into the rhythm, it's just going to be hodgepodge all night. And, and you can't you can't play two periods of hockey. Yeah. And and then we only played we only that, played one. We didn't play two periods. We played one. Well, according Second to Rimmer, period. They four. I don't care what Rimmer has to say. Okay. <laughs> the rim man. Uh, we got to work on those alligator arms. In the wor- in the worst in the in the words of Larry King, worst broadcasting I've ever heard. Have a great life. day. Okay. We have an open line in Broward seven six seven. Okay. Here we go. Two sixteen to go in the third. There we go. Calm down, Rimmer. Oh, my God. I just about wanted to puke all over the carpet when they lit in that time. When a Beezer took that belly flop. Where are you going, Beezer? What are you doing now, huh? Here's Stewart on a mobile. Hello. Hey, Neil. How are you doing today? Great. Hey, um, I definitely agree with you on the quality of the CBC games versus what we have here. Yes. I feel sorry for the uh, schleppers that can't afford addition. They're right? clueless. They don't know uh, what the real action is. Hey, and I've only been following hockey, I think, three years now, and I even knew why the, the goal wasn't going to replay. It was the penalty, like you say. And um, and these guys are supposed to be professionals, saying, why isn't it going to replay? They can't understand it, and on top of it, it gets a penalty. Yeah. It's just and then the coaches over there pointing upstairs and screaming and yelling, McLean is carrying on. You don't go upstairs on a penalty, okay? There, were, there was nothing to review. It had nothing to do with the man in the crease. And Denise and uh, Rimmer are both screaming, oh, look at that, he's not even close to the crease. That wasn't the uh, debate. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I mean, I'm weak trying to explain it, okay, to these people out there who just don't get it. And part of the reason they don't get it is because it wasn't shown to them. Er, exactly. I mean, I'm not saying I agreed with the call at the time because I didn't see it. I'm, I'm on my way home now. Hopefully I can catch it and, and see it good. But, um, just to, I mean, Uh-oh, we, we got a minute, we got a minute, wait a minute, minute left in regulation, sir. Uh-oh. Hang on a second. Oh, no. It's coming. Richter just went off. Oh, we got a whistle here, okay. We did this on the home opener, too, if you remember. Yep. Against the Rangers. Yeah, but that, but we had an excuse in that game that was, was legitimate. We got a really crappy icing call. icing call. That was a bad that call. That was a bad call by that linesman, that Trache frog. But in this game, we got no excuse, uh, nobody to blame but ourselves. We blew it. Still, we got to learn that the best defense is to keep the puck over there. And, the and not only ball. that, but it seems to me that even though uh, we had the one goal disallowed, we were still alive there in overtime, and we still had a chance to win the game, and they're the ones that got the winning goal. Yep. What do we have, three or four shots in the whole third period? Uh, well, the last 16 minutes, we had one. I think it was only three or four in the whole period. The last 16 minutes, one shot. Are you ready for that, sir? Yep. And the overtime, they were all over us like stink on, uh, uh, stink on Wells. And uh, easily, Jovanovski's worst game, I think. <laughs> I wouldn't say easily. I don't know. He was. We didn't give we didn't give him enough uh, chance to be out there to make it his worst game. He is he is an impediment, man. He's a killer. I mean, all these like you said, all these guys, Chen, Eddie, Eddie, and, and look at like Rhett Warner. Probably half the people don't even know who he is. And look at the game he usually. There plays. you go. Have a great day, pal. Okay. See ya. Yeah.
Got to go now. Got to go now because it's coming. Oh, there's Adam Graves coming out there. He makes me sick, too. They all make me sick. When I got that Ranger uniform on, I want to puke. Look at that. Blackhawks 5, Colorado 2. Wound up 6-3, by the way. We don't care about that, okay? We're not interested, Rimmer. Let's go here. There's the empty net down at the other end. There's the empty net. Get ready. Get the barf bags ready, folks. Get your puke. Here we go. Can't get it out. Nice going, Terry. Couldn't get it out. And now we start running around 45 seconds. Back to the point. Still can't get it out. Finally got it out. Nice going, Jody. There's the one guy, Jody Hall, man. Give him a big kiss for me. Nice going, Jody, sweetheart. Oh, I'm getting ready to vomit all over my shoes. Right over the Beezer stick. Couldn't stop it back of the net. Here we go. 25 seconds. Here he comes. Don't do it. Ah, he did it. No, he can't dive it out there. That stinking Robitaille stuck it in there. He did it again. Wouldn't you think he wouldn't do it today? He did it last night and he got burned by it. He does it again today. Beezer, don't do it. I told him, don't belly flop out there. They're going to... And he did it again. Damn him. Here's Delray Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Great. I'm um, sick. I'm sick to my stomach. If, yeah, me too. <clears throat> I don't know if you... Uh, Lindsay's out tonight. He is. And uh, so is Bill Berg for the Rangers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because Berg went down like a ton of bricks in the Sunday game here. You remember that for about three minutes? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And then last night I said it might have been a broken ankle. Uh-huh. And he didn't he play last night? Yeah, but I'm yeah, saying Berg. when he finally got hit again. Mm-hmm. It, it, I didn't hear what the, exactly the injury was. Or... Might have been broken ankle, I said. Oh, really? Um, also, you're watching Sports Channel now, I'm right? watching it right now. And Abizar is looking and looking and looking, and he's got, just don't do it. Just stay in the net. Just stay back there. Keep your composure. He's looking for the puck, and here he comes flopping out there. Oh, no. Oh, and Messier took a whack at it and went right over to Robitaille, and he all, stuck it in a wide-open net. It's not on my cable. You've got to put 40 bowling balls in there, man. It's not on my cable right now. Why not? I, I have no clue. Are you on Sports Channel Florida? Yeah. It's on. 42. And they got some travel thing on or something. Uh, nice. Isn't that nice? Beautiful. I would call your cable company right now and bitch their ass out. Oh, I've already done it before. But yeah, I'll do it again just for old time's sake. And uh, also Jovanovski. Yeah. At least he got two assists, but to the wrong team. That's right. He's yeah. got a lot of points. It's just that they're not for the right team. If we could just put those on his stats, he'd be a killer. Oh, yeah. And uh, Chris Wells? Why? Okay. That's excellent. He, he summed it up. Why should I waste all this verbiage on it? Okay, why? That's good. I like that. Maybe the coach likes to eat at the why. We have an open line in Broward, 767-9463, 767-WYOD. We have two open lines on the out-of-town lines. Man, you were brutal yesterday or, or today, whenever it was, Rogers. You brutalized us. I know I'm going to be hearing that. Too bad. I'm just telling you the way I feel about it. I'm giving you my opinion. Maybe I'm full of crap. I don't think so. I think I watched the same crap that you saw. But, hey, it's only a game, okay? It's only a sporting event. Life is going to go on. We'll kick their ass tonight, won't we? Won't we? Isn't confidence high? Aren't you making a prediction? No. Come on, make a prediction for tonight. No. Just, I mean, yesterday I was pretty close. I said 4-2, to two and it was 3-2, to two and I'm already counting the empty net goal, and I'm saying I am absolutely sure I've got it right on the money, 4-2. to two. Give me some kind of a score for tonight. Come on. I will not give it to you. Just any kind of a score. I will not give it to you. Come on, one time. No. <clears throat> Damn it. 128 at WIOD. There's uh, 15 seconds. Oh, look at that. He had to make another big save. I forgot about that in regulation. Remember that? Oh, my God. Right there in the last, just right after the uh, faceoff at center race, had to make another life and death save because the Rangers were all over us like stink on wells. <coughs> God, I'm getting sick from seeing this again. 610 WIOD. Happy for him. There's a lady. 
lady in town She's an orthodox Jew And she needs to buy bread that is unleavened So Clear Channel is by what stations? 133 at WYOD. Happy, uh, and what is this long, the uh, regulation ended like 85 minutes ago, and now Sports Channel Florida is showing like a 85-minute commercial sweep here. What the hell is that? Please don't tell me that they're going to show the in-between period fall to roll, because it seems like a very peculiar time. Do you know what I'm saying? I can't imagine that they're going to go like skip all the in-between stuff and go right to the overtime. Here's another Nissan spot. Here's another spot. Here's the, the dog name spot. Here's a lady in Pompano. Hello. Hello. Yes, ma'am. Um, first of all, I wanted to know what number is WQAM on the dial. 560, but don't ask me again. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. And another thing, I just started listening to you. I adore you. Of course. You What's are, like, not the best thing on radio. What's not to like? And If everybody just knew that this show was here, I'd have a 100 share. And I listen to, I, well, that's the only station I do listen to because of you. And I don't understand why you have to leave. Because I think a lot of people are going to leave with you. Yeah. But that's not the point. Anyway, Karen Kay, I hate her. She's stupid. Yeah. And what else? I think that's about all, but I adore you. You are so wonderful. Thanks, sweetheart. Thank you. Have a great life. Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, here, I do like this spot, though, the one with Scrooland, where the doctor is. Uh, I love it. The Cleveland Clinic of Florida. Have you ever seen this? Of course not, George, because you don't watch the game, you communist. Commie bastard. Here we go. Hold. It sounds like one of the coyotes there. Nice going, Screwy. Oh, another spot. What, what is it? It must be a 25-minute spot break now before we go to the overtime. Nice going, guys. We have an open line in Broward, 767-9463-767-WYOD. Every man, woman, and child is glued to Sports Channel of Florida right now waiting for the replay of that overtime so we can see, watch very, very closely. And even when they do see what really happened, they'll still say, you're wrong. Okay, I'm wrong. I'm really, I'm really pulling for the Rangers for secret. If you had any idea how I despise, how I detest the Rangers, everything about them, needle nose and that Messier and that faggot Luke Robitaille, all those guys, they make me sick to my stomach. And that Leech Brian. But hey, uh, whatever you say, you're right, I'm wrong. I'm used to that. Here's Miami Beach. Hello? Neil, how you doing? Okay. <clears throat> Sorry. Hey, uh... For- I'm listening to your show today, and I really didn't want to hear it because, you know, how we gave the game away last night. I, yeah. I thought with every sense, man, it would be like ripping my heart out again and again. Yeah. But remember, it's Panthers in six. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We, no, we can beat. still do it. We got to win tonight. That's all. That's it. Got to come out of these first four with a split. Yeah, we had them beat, man. But I'm going to tell you something. We got to play 60 minutes tonight, not 20 minutes, 60 minutes. 60 yeah. minutes. I got a question for you, though. Even Mike Wallace knows the answer. 60 minutes. Yes. The two-line pass. The guy said something about a two-line pass. What is that? Offside, sir. That's offside. It, it, so, so. That's offside. How could right. you watch hockey and not know what a two-line offside pass is? I just didn't. I didn't. I, okay. Two open lines in date. Six two two. Another South Florida hockey fan. We know our crap. We really do, yeah. Priest pleads guilty to stealing from church. A bad facts that I can barely read. 
Tampa, a priest accused. This is an old. This is an old thing about his former male boyfriend. He pled. He pled guilty. He pleaded. He plotted on it because he uh, needed the money to subsidize his uh, young father O'Toole. Whatever it was. Nice going, Papa. Two open lines a day at 6229463, 622WIOD, and two on the other town lines. They're too busy to talk to me right now. They're all waiting. They're sitting there breathlessly, and then they're going to say, Chris Moore was right. We got robbed. Okay. Here's a, a payphone in Cutler Ridge. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. It's really blowing out here today. Yeah. Just like that game last night. It blows. Hey, when, when is anybody else going to learn in this? Downtown. Miami, That's what Linda Blair said too. Pat Burns. That Pat the referees Burns. control the game, Neil. Yeah. You know, look. Remember the Yankees were here last year against Baltimore. Who? Jeff Mayer, and how Richie Garcia controlled that call right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. By the way, did you see Roberto Alomar shook hands with John Hirschbeck on the way to the uh, out out of the field yesterday? Yes, I did see that. And then he spit in his face again. Uh. No, he didn't do that. It would have been great, though, if he would. Wouldn't that have been great? That would have been classic. Goes out there and Neil. shakes his hand and says, by the way, I don't take it back. I, oh, come on. Neil. There you go, Bobby. Nice going. Yes? I agree with you. I saw what happened. I watched that whole game. Yeah. I was taping it. He would push him in, into the goalie, and yeah. that's a good call. Mellonby came flying out of there. He shoved Leach right into Richter. They both went spinning around. Richter spun around a whole 360 like a dreidel, way out of position, and the puck goes in the net. They're not going to, well, that's not a goal. It is not a goal today. It's not going to be a goal seven years from now. Chris Moore can have 45 birthdays between now and then. It's still not going to be a goal, period. That's all. End of conversation. I got some bad news, though, for tonight. I just, uh, during your uh, last break, I tuned into 56, and Doug McClain was on there talking to Well, that's bad news. Jovo is going to get more playing time tonight. Oi! Great. (laughs) Maybe we can bring back Joe Sorella. Well, we have to win three out of four. No problem, pal. Piece of cake. Not impossible. It's in the sack. Hey, one more thing before I go. Yes. Harry... And, uh... Yeah, okay. Two open lines a day at 622 wyod And don't call me Harry. I was before I got the nice haircut. So that's, uh, that, that is embarrassing, Becky. That was, uh, I feel so... There's nothing worse than, I've, than people feeling that I'm cheap. And every now and then, like people will, like the dry concepts people, they come to my house and they do the thing and I don't tip them, okay? Because I feel, I feel uncomfortable. Do you know what I'm saying? Because it's a sponsor. And I don't know what I'm supposed to do. If I know I'm supposed to give you a tip, I'll give you a good tip. Like valet parking, never less than five bucks. Never. Most people give like two bucks now, right? Buck, two bucks. Never less than five. So I'm not cheap. I'm a good tipper in restaurants. But I mean, tell me up front what you expect. Tell me what you want. And she comes here and then she says, she says to me, uh, well, I'll come back if you uh, tip me next time. And I'm thinking, what? Well, we didn't know that they were taking all that money. Exactly. How am I supposed to know that? I didn't know the shop is taking a whole 20 bucks. So I gave her another 20. I give her 40 bucks for a haircut for the amount. That would be like Phil Henry paying 100 bucks with no hair. Do you know what I'm saying? Here, here's 200 bucks. Cut my hair. Okay. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Oh, there's that beady-eyed Ned Smith on there again. Man, now, have you figured out yet which one's the real eye? Come on, Ned. Fess up to it. Which, which one is the real stinking eye already? God almighty. <laughs> Here's Hollywood. Hello. I can't believe they don't edit this in-between junk out. I know it. I'm, I'm sitting here. I'm stalling for time because I want to see this over again. I've watched it 20 times at Oman Tape. Uncle Neil, by the way, it's, it was 2 nothing. I don't know if anybody updated you. Phoenix uh, over Anaheim. Well, Phoenix won a game. I don't care about the score. But Phoenix won. That's, uh, so that ties it up to a piece. Yeah, it makes it interesting, but Anaheim got robbed, and, and I was watching that game. 
I'm rooting for Anaheim, and I was saying to myself, I know whoever scores the first goal is going to win this game because yeah. it was just so tight right down to, like, uh, I think there was, like, seven minutes left when he scored really? that goal. Hobby Bullen must have played great, huh? Oh, he played incredible. Yeah. In the last minute, uh, he was making some unbelievable saves. Anyway, but back to this uh, game, and, and unfortunately, I had to listen to up till overtime on the radio. But uh, I got home in time to see overtime, and, and when, when the uh, incident happened, I didn't really catch the uh, interference right away. Oh, of course and I was, not. And I was pissed, yeah. you know, just like everybody else. I'm cursing, I'm screaming. But I stayed up long enough, of course, to watch the Anaheim game, and I watched SportsCenter and saw the replay the whole thing and, and saw the interference and was like, okay, so it wasn't... See, I mean, even if people don't agree with the call, okay, even if they don't agree with the interpretation or Meruelli's call, but at least show the people what happened so they understand what took place instead of they kept showing Mellonby and Leach on the ice in front of the net over and over again, and Rimmer kept screaming and Denise screaming, oh, look at that, there's not anybody close to the crease. They got to go upstairs on this. This is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> the was man already... was calling calling a penalty. Don't you understand yeah, it? He was, was calling a penalty. It's, uh, oh, The God. interference had already happened. Right. When, before they, uh, and this, you know, what really pisses me off, though, is, what is that, that they let this Esotikatan SOB get in there what without even hitting him. I hate that guy. Mm -hmm. Like poison. I, I think I hate him worse than you hate Gretzky. I doubt it. Oh. Impossible. If, if, if anybody else would have scored the goal, I don't know, but this Esotikatan, I just hate his guy. Okay. We'll get him tonight. Anyway, Chris we're going to win tonight. Spear him. My prediction, 5-2. to two. they got to come back. they got the young legs. Two nights in a row, the Rangers are going to fall apart. Okay. And uh, three in a row, baby. Sounds gotta, good to me. we got to advance. Okay, let's kick some ass. See you, Stumpy. That's Stumpy Jr. Jr. By the way, what did Ned Smith say? For Christ's sake, I only had one eye. We have an open line at Broward, 7679463. Okay, here we go. Finally, end of regulation. They just wasted 12 minutes. They must have shown the whole in-between period thing again. Of course, they got a lot of time to fill here on the Sports Channel Florida thing. They got nothing but time to fill. So, hey, let's just run the whole stupid... Oh, man. Unbelievable. 142 at WID. Just with luck, we might get this on before the end of the show. And then you can all say, see, you're wrong. He didn't do nothing. Okay, I'm wrong. Takes a big, big, big fat man to admit that he's wrong. I'm wrong. Whatever it is, whatever the outcome is, whatever you see, just keep in mind, Neil is wrong. The coach is a genius. The general manager is a rocket scientist. Eddie Jovanovsky is the best defenseman in history. He's better than Bobby Orr and Ray Bork put together. And uh, on it goes. And Chris Wells, oh, my God. Forget about Gordie Howe. Forget about Rocket Richard. Forget about Bobby Hull. Forget about Wayne Gretzky. Forget Chris Wells, Jesus. 143 at WIOD. You're going to be up anyway tonight celebrating the Big Panther win, so why not watch TV at 1 o'clock in the morning tonight on WFLX Channel 29. Watch the Miami Tonight Show hosted by the ubiquitous Mark Jacobson. Join Mark and his guest from uh, the world of boxing, internationally famed manager trainer Angelo Dundee. Hear all about legendary boxers Muhammad Ali, Sugar Ray Leonard, Cassius Clay, and uh, just two of the famous boxers Angelo Dundee's worked with. And all get the most out of your TV viewing pleasure with the Miami Tonight Show, which Mark thinks is one whale of a show. What does that tell you? Tonight, 1 o'clock in the morning on WFLX Channel 29. And by the way, whatever happened to Kendall Toyota? 610 WIOD, the official party station of the American Family Federation. Here we go. Here we go. Keep your eye peeled. Shut up, Dennis. Yeah. 
Hartnell has scored again for the St. Louis Blues, his second of the night. Yeah. Approaching the two-minute mark, and here we are, of overtime. And there's a player of his own. Kirk Muller, who's had a strong game, has a pair of assists tonight. We're now with Mike Hoff and Ray Shepard in our first look at Ed Jovanovski since the opening period of the Send him back. Get a refund. Eddie, Eddie. Yeah. Here we go. Here comes the faceoff coming up any second. Uh, oh, my God. Is this going to be another icing all the way down? Come on. Go back and get out ready. Do something good, Eddie. boy. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now, everybody who is sitting in front of your TV said, I want you, and it's not going to make any difference because you're only going to see what you want to see anyway. You must watch the face-off and what happens in the immediate, like, two seconds afterward, and then you'll understand what it was all about, okay? Otherwise, if you blink, if you fart, if you, like, take a breath, you're going to miss it. Are you following me or what? Against the Los Angeles Kings, now John LeClaire with the Philadelphia Flyers. Get off of him. He's ugly, man. Kirk Muller. His looks, his looks could kill. Followers talking about overtime. Come on, let's go. Let's get this. Let's sit there right in front. Here we go. Watch it. Here we go. Get on the edge of your seat. Here comes Mellonby from the side. Where is it? Right there. Oh, it pushes Leach right into it. Yeah, pushes Leach right into Richter, spins him around, and puck is in the net. Well, he's waved it off. I don't know if he's going to ask for a replay. Now the puck went off to somebody's skate. Now Scott Mellonby was closest to the crease, but there was no one else near the crease. Oh, man. The puck may have even gone off.